All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, I love Dapper Dan's new call. By the way, everybody, You'll be very excited to know. I shared this with Rico. Dan Miller was in office last night doing Lions Review, and he shared with me. You know, I didn't understand it. A lot of people were were taking my highlights and attaching a quote to it that said, touchdown Detroit black guy. I didn't understand it. I go, oh, no, Dan. No, 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 no. That We did that to you. He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, we just wanted to spice up your call. We just thought it was time. You know, we have TJ's drop of calling all blacks, even though it's calling all blackjack players. Um, yeah, Dan was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, he he was <laughs> a little uncomfortable until I explained. I'm like, Dan, don't worry. You're, you're, you're good. Okay. Just, you know, I was like, I didn't understand why people, did I actually say that one? No, no, you <laughs> <laughs> Dan had his Dan had his engineers combing the tape. Right. Wait a minute, did I say something egregious here? Hey, Lomas what didn't happened? punch me. I I'm good, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're gonna get to the Lions at three o'clock, and we we try to portion it all out. And clearly, I mean, the Lions are gonna take about ninety percent of the oxygen in the room. But there is what is a developing story that we're gonna start with. Do a couple segments. Do what you want with it. Um, the Jim Harbaugh stuff, uh, if you like the odds, minus 400 to be the Chargers' next head coach, plus 225 to not be in the NFL. Here are the quotes. Uh, and I know Mike Garofolo is using the term striking distance or Garofalo or however the hell you say his last name. Um, but a gentleman named Aaron Wilson, uh, who works uh, at Houston KPRC in Houston, is saying that this is, per league sources, that Harbaugh's offensive coordinator with the Chargers would be none other than Greg Roman, which it's a brilliant hire. That's that's yeah. who he had developed Kaepernick. Defensive coordinator Jesse Minter would go with him. No surprise. Kind of saw that coming. And then uh, the family plan. You know, I'm just going to go ahead and take Jay and his coloring book, and we're going to bring him with us. So Jay Harbaugh would go with him, too. No According punishment. To the, no punishment. According to the NFL, the the insiders on NFL Plus, Chargers within striking distance. Garofolo says, my understanding is this is an extremely strong offer they've made to him. They're at a point where they're going to discuss staffing when it comes to the GM and obviously the coaching staff who's going to work with Harbaugh. It feels like it's advanced to a point where if everybody's comfortable with the principal factors at play, they could move on Jim Harbaugh and get him under contract in the near future. So... Okay, for the 50th time, we're here. But here's where it's different. You know what I never heard about in his other NFL interviews? Staffing. You know what I never heard about in his other NFL interviews? Him flying out a second time with his wife, allegedly, um, that, that she's there with him, okay? So 
Here's my question, Rico. If if you want to still ask, do you believe it's happening? Fine. My question is, what is your reaction if and when it happens? I mean, of course, the 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 the, the Richard in me is interested in the spin. I mean, Lord knows that group can't face the truth ever. Like, are you going to blame Ward for something he couldn't control? Are you going to blame the NCAA for running off your hero? You know, I know you'll never blame him because the reality is he doesn't want you. He hasn't wanted you in years. He's wanted to go back to the NFL. And now it looks like finally he's found a Huckleberry to take him. But I would love to know, do you believe it's happening? And kind of what is what is the spin out of this? Like, are you are you happy? Are you like doing the slow clap where you're like, wow, Jim found love? Are you upset? Like, how could you do this to us? Do you just not care? Are you like, you know what? I'm kind of exhausted by him. I'm going to go ahead and just uh, hire Sharon Moore. We're going to move forward. Or Rico's got something far more salacious. But let me tell you, it's also sensible. But I, I just wanted to do two segments to start the show because this is everywhere right now as we start the show. What do you want to do with it, guys? Because it sounds like Jim Harbaugh's gone, which, again, does not surprise me because, cutscene. I don't think he'd be able to coach next year. That pesky little thing called the truth is going to follow you. So where are we at with it? And, David, I want you as a part of this, as our noted Wolverine scumbag, want your take on it. Rico, where, where are you at with what I just offered you? Mike, I'm like this. If, if you're Michigan, this is probably the best of all worlds. You did some nefarious things. You dealt in the gray area. You bent some rules. You looked the other way. But you got a national title. And that's really what all that matters. That's all that people are going to remember. They're not going to remember the story behind the national title. They're just going to remember the history that you got to hoist a trophy. It works out perfectly because you have a, a succession plan already in place. You won't see the same turmoil that you're seeing at Alabama, that you're seeing in Washington, that you're seeing in Arizona, where all of a sudden the rosters are getting flipped at the last second. And people are just going to come and vulture and take some of your top prospects. You have more there. He's, you know, that's going to be the new galvanizing force of this team. The players believe in him. Nobody's going to be leaving. You can kind of keep this thing going business as usual, minus the all the eyeballs and all the drama that came with Harbaugh. He wanted to go for the last three years, and now he's so finally you got his he's opportunity. Gone. Yeah, he's gone. He, because okay, all right, he, no, no. Well, I was just trying to get you to the finish line there. I mean, so he's gone. Well, I, I gave you like six minutes. I get sixty seconds. Okay. No, I, I really. Oh, <laughs> oh, calm down. Don't. Okay, calm down, Aretha. Let's just chill. I was just making sure we were on the same page here. Yeah. So you do believe he's gone? Yeah, I think he's gone. I mean, taking the wife. Yeah, and, and you're and you're naming staff members. That's that was it. Was always just kind of him going out there having that initial conversation. And then coming back and saying, yeah, I'm not going to do this again. Go blue. You know what's interesting, Rico? What you just said, though. Like, uh, maybe I've been too cavalier about it. Like, I I thought they'd be okay with Sharon Moore. They'd be fine. Like, he's a really high level. I think he's going to be a hot candidate. But I also believed they were due to come back to earth. I mean, the schedule gets real. You're no longer playing the junior varsity. 
Um, no, I, I don't believe you're just going to keep beating Ohio State. No, I don't believe you're going to go 25-1 and one in conference or whatever it is. So I, I have a reality to it. Now, I mean, maybe he was building Georgia North. I don't know. The recruiting doesn't line up with that. No, it doesn't. And that and that's just it, Mike. Think about it. Michigan wasn't trying to pluck any of the players from Alabama, from Washington, from Arizona. But you know who did? Ohio State. Ohio State went in and said, hey, come to Columbus. And they went and took everybody uh, from from Alabama. They, they, they had their they, – they feasted. Michigan was just kind of MIA, which told me you, um... he wasn't that interested. Do you believe Ohio, do you believe the quote that Ohio State has spent thirteen million in the portal? Yeah. Do you believe that? I do. You want to know why? Okay. No, sure. Because your worst nightmare happened. Harbaugh wasn't on the sideline. Still beat you. Then they went out, beat Alabama, beat the best quarterback in football, hoisted a trophy. They're at the top, and you're sitting there watching them. So you know what that that's spite money right there, Mike. That's a yeah. whole lot of, hey, this will never happen again money. I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't. I, 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 you, you want it all. You know he was going to get hammered because the NCAA wasn't going to let it go. And I don't know, at a certain point, if I were a fan, I'd kind of be tired of him. And it reality is. is Sharon Moore is young, energetic. He's a damn good coach. And you and, move on. Yeah, or maybe I'm cavalier. Oh, no, but here's the beauty of it, Mike. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to worry about this new offense and can you go out and get your quarterback. These are all his people. It's already established. It's a it's a business as usual. I know this is going to sound bad, but it's kind of like when Urban left and there was Ryan Day and Ohio State just kept going. And you have the same thing with Moore. Now, something else that you brought up, Mike, if you're a Michigan fan, the, the one person that I can't believe I'm about to stick up for him. Uh-oh. You can't blame Ward Manuel. Ward did everything he possibly could. He actually feigned interest in trying to bring him back, even though he knew he was leaving. And I don't really think he wanted him back, but he went out there and all reports said there has been a contract sitting on Jim's desk for about six months that Jim just didn't want to sign. If that's the case, there's nothing else Ward can do except for fake his fake Jim's signature. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. So just just a two segment open before the rest of the day's lines. Harbaugh's in L.A. Second interview. Wife's with him. We're talking about staffing, and NFL reporters are basically using terminology that's a step just before it's done. So what's your reaction to it? And look, it's important we ask you because for me, look, my opinion as a Spartan, you don't care. Like, if I tell you I'd be upset by it, you don't care. If I tell you I'm happy about it, well, you're a Spartan. So I'm just going to trim the fat. Let's just get to it. You know how I feel. I've told you. I thought he was gone since last summer. And now he's probably gone. So I wouldn't freak. You won. You got a trophy. And I think you got a great in-house candidate. I would be exhausted if this was my coach. David, where are you at with it? You've been on that Harbaugh train for a while saying, look, guys, I'm a little tired of the drama here. Um, but now that it's actually here where it sounds like he's gone, what's your reaction? You're right, Mike, Rico. I have been tired of this. I've been um, upset for the last few off-seasons of winning the Big Ten and still having to deal with this. But I'll tell you exactly where I am. And all I can do is be honest. All I can do is be real when I tell you this. I want him gone. But in the back of my head, knowing and it feels like it's so close and it can happen within a day or two, 
the back of my head, I'm wondering, is Sharon Moore the right guy? Really? I don't want to go back to Rich Rod. I don't want to go back to Brady Hoke. Just in my head, I'm just like, I want to make sure it's right. And the reason why I'm doing that is because, Rico, you brought up a list last week mm-hmm. with names that could possibly replace Jim Harbaugh, and Brian Kelly's name was on that list. Mm-hmm. And it started – I started questioning things in my head. Should we go after him? David, Should Sharon Moore be no. the guy? I'm let, just wondering. Let, let me stop you with that. Moore should be the guy. He won you three games. Okay? Three games that I don't know if any other coach – I mean, there was a lot of adversity, a lot of pressure going on. The world hated you. He somehow managed to do – his move against Penn State was just brilliant. Our passing game blows. We're just going to run the ball for the entire second half. And he knew. You don't do that unless you know you have the support of everybody doing that. Because that, that's the quickest way to get you And that fired. moment is what I lean on. You don't have to change anything. You, if Brian Kelly comes in, you're gonna have some people leaving. You're gonna have you, you're gonna have to try to bring in some people. It'll be an Alabama situation. Ooh, with Brian more. Kelly in Ann Arbor, that's nasty. Yeah, but that's he'll get his northern nasty. accent back. It'll just be family. <laughs> I'm here family. with my family. <laughs> it's great to be back in the great state of Michigan. Um, yeah, no, B- BK would be out well here drinking my here. Fago and Better Made. <laughs> Jesus. Any bumpy cake? <laughs> uh, but Give me no, some I, of that I Detroit just... style pizza. <laughs> Jesus. I just want to know from the people we were gonna. T- My God, we were gonna do two segments on it because all the news is coming out right as we're taking the air, and we got the rest of the day to do the Lions. So let's get to it. Let's hear from you guys. It sounds like Harbaugh to Chargers is is I don't know as close to a done deal as it gets. Uh, and he, I think the thing that would bother me most isn't him leaving; it'd be losing Jesse Minner. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just shooting you straight. Your coordinators are more important than he is. And Minter is an NFL defensive coordinator. It's the second straight one you've had. Yeah, Mike McDonald. I was about Losing to say that. Yeah, not only that, that, Mike, having that 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 pipeline to the Ravens maybe gone. You hate to see it. All right, and as I said, don't panic. We're getting to the lines. Uh, but this is the beauty of the Odyssey.com Rewind fa- uh, thing as well, which is rest of the day. I can just tell you, hey, we hit this. I, I, you gotta balance. Uh, and the Harbaugh story is a big deal. So a couple segments on it. Sounds like it's a done deal. He's in L.A. for a second time, brought the wife. They've they've named staffing. You know, that's just a, a direction we haven't seen before. So getting your reaction on it. Um, you want to go to the people? Let's do that. Let's we'll go to D. 97.1. What's up, D? Man, my brothers, man. What's going on, fellas? What's happening, D? D where, 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 where you been? You're cheating on us. You're parlaying around oh, town. Man. Where you been? Oh, man, just basking this, in this Wolverine glory, man. I've was, been all over the country, man. I was about to say, he's doing the Wolverine World Tour. <laughs> That's right. No doubt, What's man. What's going on? But look, look, fellas, here, here's, here's, the, here's the deal. If I begin to crap the bed at my job, nine times out of ten, fellas, I'm going to get fired. Ward Manuel had a chance to fire Harbaugh, and he didn't. It became personal when he cut the man's pay. I never heard of that. At that particular point, Harbaugh in his head was gone. Only thing that happened against War Emanuel, man, he messed around and won the title. So now you can't come back now and say, oh, Jim, I love you. We want to keep you. Here's this deal. <laughs> nah, man, you cut the man's pay. Once you cut the man's pay, that was it. It was a wrap. He didn't think Harbaugh was going to win the national championship, and he did. So now Harbaugh is throwing it up in his face. So – Ward, the only thing he can do, it's his fault. 
The only thing he can do is keep Sharon Moore. That way you keep your offensive line coach as well because that's the staple of our team. Right. You get Mentor, Rick Mentor, to take over for his son, and you you know you keep Clink Scale, and we'll be able to you know add the other pieces as we can. But you pretty much keep the core together when all the other guys leave. But this is definitely War Manuel's fault, man, a hundred percent. Rico, blew it. you go. See, Rico, I, go I, ahead. See, I don't think he, D, I don't think he blew it because at the time, Jim, it was either take the pay cut, Jim, or I got to fire you. So he didn't want to be the guy that fired Jim, but Jim. This was pre going to the college football playoffs three straight years in a row. D, this was Jim. I feel you. Th- th- he, you know, you weren't beating your rivals. You, you, you weren't beating Ohio State, let alone you were even with Michigan State. Th- that's the Jim that took the pay cut. But see, Reek, check this out. Everybody at that time wanted Harbaugh fired, and mm-hmm. so he should have did the did the business and, and fired, just fired him. Man. Okay. Once you once you cut somebody's pay, it became personal because you're telling me, hey. I really don't want you, but I'm kind of scared to fire you because I might get some backlash. Well, now you're really going to get some backlash because now you're going to lose our national championship head coach. So, Ward, if he don't keep more and he lose Harbaugh, if I'm Ono, Ward is on the, on the unemployment line, brother. God bless you guys, man. Good to hear from you. Uh, Thanks, good hearing from you, buddy. Go I, ahead, Rico. I, 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 I think Ward did everything that he could right now. Harbaugh didn't want to be there. Ward, basically, Ward kept this thing together for the kids for about three, four years. And it just finally, it ran its course. The kids graduated high school, and they looked at each other at graduation and said, you know what, we don't need to be together anymore. Listen, all, I, all I'll say is this. I'll leave the rest to UND. Ward Manuel should not be employed because his athletic department is a complete and utter toxic disaster. You don't believe me? Pull up the headlines of the last three, hold four on, years. Hold on, let, let me do this for the people in the back. No, I mean, I mean, that's why I said I didn't want to have to defend Ward. No, but for but I this, get what you're saying, yeah, I think I think he's a convenient <laughs> fall guy. Right. Believe me, just go watch um, a basketball game, Ward. Uh-oh. Your part-time player's my... not playing tonight. Okay, see, staying away from it. Let's go to Michael ninety-seven-one. Mike, what's going on, buddy? Hey, Mike and Rico, listen, I'm I'm a forty-eight-year-old Michigan fan, so mm-hmm. I remember the dark days of Rich Rod. And I remember the dark days of uh, the other guy who just slipped my my name. Brady Hope. Brady Hope. Brady Hope. Okay, so check this out. Jim Harbaugh dumped on Michigan. Remember when he got the Stanford job and he said, unlike at Michigan, I'm going to let my kids take real classes. So I'm glad Jim came home. I'm glad he was allowed to stay long enough to get a national championship. Thank you, Jim. Now go. It's, it's in my opinion – that had they got to the national championship game last year, he was already gone. He was shocked that he lost to TCU. This is just my humble opinion. So sure. we got Sharon Moore there, so we should keep the recruits. And this is not like we're turning it over because I was an arrogant Michigan fan, thought you could add anybody and we could still win. But Sharon Moore is competent. The program is in good hands. Thanks, Jim. Goodbye. All right. Seems reasonable to me. I mean, listen, like I said, it ain't my fight. If he stayed, it gives me a target for my vitriol, which is good for the rivalry and good for radio. If he leaves, I can't sit here. I've said this to Wolverine friends I have. I I, I just I wouldn't be in a panic.
I think you've had elite coordinators. And I think you've played a patsy schedule. Uh, oh, and you cheated your balls off for three years. But you, you, were, you were fine. I would be more concerned, like I told you when the suspensions came down, if Harbaugh got to coach but it was Sharon and Minter who were suspended, that would have bothered me. You know what didn't? Him being suspended. So, I, you know. Because he would have had fight. to actually do work if those two were gone. Right, not my fight. Let's go to Mike, 97.1. Mikey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, guys. I, I agree with a lot of what you guys are saying. But, you know, I'm not mad or I'm not mad or happy he's leaving. I do think that Jim Harbaugh is probably the best coach Michigan's ever had, though. You just, but with the cheating, you know, as a Michigan fan, I don't really care. I'm happy they won the championship, you know, like you guys always say. But I think Rico's right. You know, more the guys are the kids are going to stay, and Michigan has a, they're they're going to take a step back. But their defense is actually going to be pretty good next year. It's the offense that's got a lot of holes. Do you think um, Bellany or um, Mike Hart will be the offensive coordinator when Moore takes the head coaching spot? That's the question I have for you guys looking forward. Or do you think they'll go outside and try to find an offensive coordinator? to take more spot. No, Mike, I, I think that a lot of it, especially because it's going to be so late in the so late in the game, you're probably going to either see uh, Bellamy or Mike Hart as your OC. Probably I'm leaning more towards Mike Hart. And then if it doesn't work out, that's when you'll see some some changes for the season after. But right now, there's really nobody there unless you're going to get somebody who wants to leave the NFL and come back to college, which I highly doubt. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I, and if Ford Manuel wanted to get on good graces, he would fire that bum, Jawan Howard. You know. Uh oh. Uh oh. Um, uh, listen, the, listen, listen. Here's the deal. I have never understood how Ward Manuel has a job. Maybe he just knows where all the bodies are buried. Yeah. Because he runs. I mean, Mike. Listen. I know you're a true blue guy. I'm not being disrespectful. Your football program wins, but it's shrouded in you know what. Basketball program's a disaster with all kinds of problems. The Mel Pearson scandal, the mystery volleyball coach, all the things that have gone on in the athletic department, those those are on Ward's desk. I really don't know how Ward is still there. It's remarkable. I don't either. But he lives, and yeah. But you know what? It's distraction. Everybody saw the title. Everybody felt good about the title. And, and that's, that's okay. all people talked about. Yeah. Right, and that's okay. But, like... I just, I laugh how this is what gets Ward fired. Wait a minute. You upper, man, you with the team captain wrap your, your wife's car around a telephone pole. <laughs> what? You, you had a scandal in your hockey program. You signed a volleyball coach to a five-year extension, got rid of him 30 days afterwards with no termination letter, and, and no one knew why. The, you got your football program in dual NCAA investigations and your basketball program, I mean, you got a coach hitting people, threatening to kill people. I mean, what? Part-time coach. No, I'm just kidding. Phil Martelli's going to take the second half because it's sunny outside. Right. What are we doing here? Come on now. <laughs> but this is what gets you fired? A man who didn't want to be there anymore, not being there anymore? Mm -hmm. They put 10 at 125 in front of him. You Santa Ono was, man, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I mean, Santa Ono, he was ready to fly around the world and back for Jim, the ultimate fanboy. Who do you think Ward's boss is? Santa Ono. So I just laugh at that one angle. That's all. <laughs> all right. A little football today. 
I got some picks for you, and we got tons of lions to do where Rico, David, is going to sabotage the show at three. Did he inform you of that? Uh, no, he did not. No, he whispered lovingly in my ear and said, you've stumbled on something. I'm changing the three o'clock topic. I go, okay. As they say in Ann Arbor, bet. 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 Uh, So we'll get to it, and we'll keep you up to date. If the Harbaugh thing breaks officially, of course we're going to bring it up. But Lions are going to be primo today, so we'll get to it. 97-1. All right, Mike. We're in the playoff round of football today. And Josh Allen's not in it. Josh Allen is not in it. I, I feel like I need an obligatory Josh Allen topic just for you. <laughs> Pick the day and time. But um, let's start with our local team here. This question's for you and David. Mm-hmm. And Kenny, if he wants to join in. As of right here, right now, who is the Lions playoff MVP? Uh, I mean, it's so cheesy, but I got to say Goff. I know that's cliche, but I mean, he's been excellent. He's been exactly what they've needed in the moments they've needed him. I'll say Goff. I was thinking Goff also because I can't name the entire offensive line as one player. You know what? I I will allow that. Okay, They could just be that one player. Just to be different and because I feel like Goff doesn't function without those guys, I'll say the entire O-line is one singular unit. I like Kenny's answer better than my own. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. I'm going to go Jameer Gibbs. David, I'm with you. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs single-handedly on on a few drives has scored for them. So, yeah, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Because I'm with you. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is that he's that fifth gear at the end of the game. You saw the touchdown where he ran and literally just shoved Winfield to the ground. Uh, that, that was, and all pro safety. Right. Like that that's like that's not real. You're not supposed to do that to an all pro. All right. Um Philadelphia Eagles getting rid of everybody, Mike. Do you have any suggestions of where they should look for offensive or defensive coordinator? So here's my problem. You're Nick Sirianni, you're an offensive minded coach, yet you don't call plays. Once you have fired an OC or stuck with a guy so long in Brian Johnson who nobody liked, and then you're forced to get rid of him, no, no, Nick, I'm putting you on front street. You're calling the plays. Otherwise, you're a fraud. So to me, he should handle the offense. They got to go out and get the best defensive coordinator money can buy. They got to get their version of Jim Schwartz, who went to the Browns. The young players they have will grow up. The defense was far more explainable than the offense. That's what I would do. Otherwise, oh, Nick, you don't want to coordinate the offense or you're not capable, you're fired too. See, I would agree with Mike. The NFL has changed. Back in the day, it used to be you just have a head coach. They run the organization, but then you have offensive defense, and they just run that no matter what, call those plays. That's not the NFL anymore. You have head coaches like Todd Bowles who runs his defense. You have coaches run their offense. Run your offense, sir. You're Nick Sirianni. Do it. Okay. It's come out yesterday. We find out who the referees are going to be for the championship games. Do we make too much out of this, or does it really matter? Sean Smith is going to be the head referee for the AFC game, and Cleet Blakeman will be the head referee for the Lions 49ers game. 
Do we make more out of this of who's going to ref the games than we should? Yes. yes, because the best officiating jobs that are done are when you don't know who officiated the game in the first place. I don't want to know the ref's name. And if I end up knowing it by the end of the broadcast, I know you did a lousy job. You're not. We're not here to see you. We're here to see the players. I, I don't make a huge deal of it. Once in a while, I'll have a fun penalty stat for you, Rico. But other than that, no. I think it's far more impactful in basketball. Just my personal opinion. I'm ready to fully overreact to this. Whoever the whoever the refs are, I'm going to look at the crew, what their tendencies are, and how the Lions game plan around it. I'm ready to fully overreact <laughs> because I've never been here and I don't know what to do with myself. You don't know what to do with your hands. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. I think it's definitely an overreaction. I've already seen on social media where the stats come out of Sean Smith saying, oh, it's 40% chance the home team wins. The NFL did this on purpose. They want the Chiefs yes. to be in the game. It's like, okay, you know what? What are we doing here? Uh, David, that's why, because apparently Sean Smith loves the Chiefs and he loves the road team. So if you're a home team, you don't stand a chance. I'm with Mike. I shouldn't know your name. I shouldn't know who you are. Bad calls go either way. My thing is this, be consistent, and I don't care. If you're going to allow, you know, players to to tug on jerseys and do that in the beginning of the game, let them do that at the end of the game, and you can't get angry. Just don't all of a sudden change like the NBA, where in the final two minutes, everything gets called. All right. Um, speaking of NFL and rules and referees, should the end zone fumble rule just be changed? Whereas right now, if you're an offensive team and you fumble into the end zone and it goes out of bounds, it's a touchback and the defense takes over and, and you lose control, you lose possession of the ball. Should yeah, that rule, rule just be abolished? Yes, it's the worst rule in sports. It makes zero sense to me. I hate it. I agree completely. I'm sorry. That's a really short answer. I apologize. Here's the thing. I'm just sick of hearing about it. I don't care either way. Change the rule. Don't change the rule. But just make a decision here because every time it happens, the debate begins. I don't want to hear the debate anymore. <laughs> make a decision. Yeah, I've never liked the rule. I, I don't understand why you. if you fumble anyplace else, the ball goes back to the spot where you fumble. So if you fumble on the two and it goes out of the end zone, you should just get the ball back at the two. Now, I had this debate with TJ, and he was like, no, you need to punish the team for doing that because you got to value the ball that close to the end zone. I'm even okay if you say fine. If you fumble within the five-yard line, you got to move it back to the 15-yard line. But possession should not change because you didn't do anything. Like you saw what happened in the Chiefs-Bills game. That could have decided the game where should have been a go-ahead touchdown and the Chiefs put it away. The Bills made a stupid mistake, horrible punt fake, but it they got rewarded because they got the ball back because the Chiefs fumbled it out of bounds. All right, I want to finish this up with a couple of little fun facts for you guys. Mm. First of all, Mike, did you know? I know I know your infinity for Brock Purdy. Oh yes, but did you realize that this year? It's almost like the Thanos glove. The 49ers just need to beat the Lions for the final jewel because they would then go a perfect sweep for every team in the NFC playoffs. They beat the Cowboys, Bucks, Eagles, Rams, and Packers this season. Has that been done before? 
I don't know if it's ever been done. Uh, yeah, first, no, really first time since 1984, wow. and it happened to be Joe Montana who did it. Wow. That's actually, okay. Can I, uh, here, I want to give you a fact of the day. Gentlemen, all of you, listen up. You guys think I'm too hard on Josh Allen, huh? Can you name the five quarterbacks he's beaten in the playoffs? Five quarterbacks he's beaten in the playoffs. Here's a hint. Tyler Huntley. Four, four of them suck, and one of them <laughs> got hurt in the game. No to Tyler Huntley. I really don't know. Did he beat Lamar? Sure. When Lamar got, got hurt, hurt. unlike the first play of the third quarter, sure he did. That's one. Now the four who are terrible. Oh, Phillip Rivers. In the last game he ever played, age 50. Against the Colts. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, who sucks. The venerable Skylar Thompson. And, of course, something near and dear to David's heart, Mason Rudolph. (laughs) Wow. Mason. (laughs) Up next, overrated and a picture of Josh Allen in an effing dictionary (laughs) or encyclopedia. Because I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Woo. I'm in Vegas. I'm throwing it 40 yards down the field. <laughs> F your check down. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. Uh. <laughs> Look at me. I'm going to use my legs again. Yeah, but there was a 14 yard crossing route right there. I'm a cowboy. You know. Because I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. You know what, David? Woo. <laughs> How about we just. You know, here's here's the other fun fact for Lions fans out there. Last time the Lions had a road playoff victory, 1957. Oh my God! You know when that they, that was the year they won their last championship. You know where they where they won the game at? I do, so I won't guess. I was like negative twenty years, old, thirty years. Old. I have no idea. Yeah. Kenny, what, what, what was any of your family born at Kenny, that Kenny, I don't even think the agave plant was planted for the tequila that you came out of. <laughs> was this the year you were born, Enrico? Uh, yes, I was actually in third grade. Enrico uh, 19- actually was in a lifeboat on the Titanic. Right. In 1957, the Detroit Lions went to San Francisco and wow. won. That was the last time they won a road playoff victory. Wow. That's your playoff. Woo! 97-1. All right, so we are going to get to the Lions coming up in a moment. If you missed the start of the show, we wanted to mix it in. A lot of breaking news with Harbaugh. Sounds like this thing is heading right down the tracks to the Chargers. He's going to take damn near everybody with him. Uh, what was your reaction to it? We gave you a few segments. Yeah, Lions Mike, and, in a moment. And yes, also but. to add on top of that, it appears that you can no longer bet where he is going on certain sports books. They've taken it off. Ah. Leads me to think that it's even closer. Also, it's 251 and Josh Allen still sucks. All right, <laughs> so let's just take strays. Mike, the body's cold. Woo. Let it go. I just can't stand media darlings. It drives me crazy. Um, I want to go on the board, and I have something creative for you, okay? Let's do it. Winners! 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 That's like selling people dreams for cash. I'm on a roll! 13 and 3! You're going to do it? You're going to do it now? I was rooting for you! We were all rooting for you! On the board. Powered by FanDuel. 
Well, my man, I, I gave people a little bankroll booster last night. We went 2-0 in the NBA. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that again anytime soon because the NBA is a minefield. Gave you the Celtics laying the 2.5 on the road. They won by 9 or 10. I forget. Who cares? The bet cleared. And I gave you the Cavs in Orlando. And, um, yeah, they won by 50. So we're good. So we won't be doing that anytime soon. Let's get back to where we're comfortable. College basketball. Now, Rico, these are not system that are not a system plays. They're just home underdogs I like tonight. I want to know if you like one, both, or neither. Fair? Fair. Okay. The first one is ultimate letdown lounge. It is the Pitt Panthers off beating Duke in Cameron and flipping people off, traveling down to take on the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. Coached by Damon Stoudemire. Fun note. Uh, G-Tech is a three-and-a-half-point dog at home. I think this has got letdown written all over it. The other game, and you, and that's what oh, no, I that, that one I, I would thoroughly bless. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, let it rain, holy water. The other one I need your Damon help because. Who caught strays. Speaking of catching strays. Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll stay away from that. Um <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but we got to go to a I'm place a where... I'm a football coach right now. Okay, then. We, we, we cannot stand watching this conference. It's called the Big Ten. Minnesota at the barn and that ill-colored court. It's not white. It's not gray. It's just something. It's like you got to adjust your eyes. Minnesota getting three and a half at home, hosting what I think is a grossly overrated Wisconsin. Mike, I, I like that. As a matter of fact, that was one where I know I little little Mikey pops on the shoulders and says, "Son, take your vitamins." I think Minnesota just flat out wins that game. I, I, hey, I get it, but you know we're taking them points. I know, but I like those two in college. Neither are systemy. Neither, you know, don't get carried away. They're just games I like. If you wanted a system that's not a system, you got to have the chops to do it. You'd have to bet Illinois State nine and ten. Favored over 11 and 8 Belmont by one, but I don't love it. Rico, what do you got for the people? Mike, I'm going to go to uh, Michigan minus uh, Doug McDaniel headed to Purdue. Well, why isn't Doug there? We don't know. But uh, he, he, Well, he, wait, I just saw him play at home. He only plays at home. He does not play on the road for the next six games or five games. So. Oh, okay. I won't ask any questions about that. Hey, hey. Signed media. Here, but here's the Fab Five. Go look at them. <laughs> this program is something, man. I, uh, I'm i going to say this. Zach Eady has been a monster. I don't see how Michigan slows him down. Zach Eady over 24.5 points. Fletcher Lawyer over 11.5 points at plus 270. Yeah, whatever you do, you can't be in the business of laying 19 points in a college game. No. And I wouldn't be comfortable taking it. And you I know just... what? Actually, I would. Really? Yeah. God, because Michigan's in a bad way right now, Rico. Michigan is bad, but Purdue is Purdue is trying to make up for everything that happened last year. They are steamrolling people. And Mackey is just the craziest place to play. All right, you're going to lay the 19 plus the props? No, no. I didn't add the 19 in the props. I just gave you the props. Well, you can act like a man. Oh, you want that? Oh, well, oh uh, hey, man, 
you're up here on stage, right? You're flexing. You're like, hey, oh, no, I'll lay tonight then put the 19 in. Okay, then with the 19 in, you're at uh, plus 456. That's what Kenny Cott wants to hear. Kenny? Kenny? I'm eligible. Yeah, I'm eligible, too. I'm still (laughs) eligible right now. I have two picks in in the NHL that I like but don't love, but I do like them, so I'm still going to bet them. Golden Knights traveling to the island, traveling to the Islanders, plus 130. Also, Uh, the Caps, who are not terrible, playing the Wild, who are terrible, plus 140 on the Caps. Timeout. I see a real opportunity here, Kenny. A real opportunity. Let me guess. Sharks plus 285. I'll do you one better. Blue Jackets plus 310 at the Oilers. Yep. No, thank you. That is an awful. That, that's your worst out of all the trap games that you've given me. I know. Me, that's I the know. worst just, one yet. I love seeing the hockey odds with some of the money lines they throw out, it's and it's like, great. wow, you gotta, you gotta have some serious conviction to bet some of this crap. Yeah, David, Mister Duran fell short by yes, two. He did. Either points or rebounds. I told you they're pricing these things <sighs> so high. He had a nice game last night. I think he went twelve and twelve. But you need it over twenty six. You know, Be careful with these. And maybe that's why the Bucks then turned around and fired their coach. Because <laughs> they fired their coach. Yeah, I know, no, no. They, they, they fight. Listen, there's been a rift between Giannis, Dame, and coaching staff. This has not gone well, Rico. There is something there, and and you know, Giannis runs that organization. You could tell. That was headed that way. But he's such a nice guy. I don't care. He smiles a lot. Okay. Then. He <laughs> smiles a lot. Oh, I'm sorry, David. Go Lord. ahead. Um, I'm going to go. I was looking at this Nuggets-Pacers game. Um, oh, God. And I understand the Nuggets are on the road, but at minus five and a half over the Pacers, who just are trying to jail with a new roster, confident in that one at minus five and a half for the Nuggets tonight on the road against the Pacers. Jokic may play the game while puffing a Marlboro, and he'll still drop 20. Exactly. <laughs> I've never seen anything like Jokic. The night they played the Pistons, he may as well have taken the court, no pants, and hung over. <laughs> had 16 assists. Why? I felt like it. I didn't want to shoot the ball. He's amazing. All right, my teammates bet me I couldn't have at least 15 assists, so I had to show them I could do that. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to do that now. All right, whatever you do, don't be a dummy. That is on the board. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, 3 o'clock. Great to have you with us on this uh, ridiculous weather day. This whole week's going to be ridiculous, apparently. Uh, Odyssey.com Rewind. If you want the latest on Jim Harbaugh where Rico's update, they've pulled it from the sports books. You can't even bet. Where his destination is going to be, it sounds like Chargers. Let's turn our attention to the Lions. Because, Rico, I think now maybe this is the show where we can all get along. Last week, almost a week to the day, I said, guys, I need your permission. I want to move the goalposts. I didn't agree with the house money approach last week. You were favored by a touchdown to beat a Buccaneers team that you were better than. I couldn't not have an expectation there. But see, now we have to juxtapose this because David brought this up, Rico, and I and he's right. It's actually a really interesting topic. I think you're playing with house money. You're here. You're a seven-point dog. Whatever happens, happens. It's been an incredible season. You've You've erased some of the worst parts of your history. You've created some unbelievable moments, and I think you've set the foundation to have a really nice Super Bowl window in the next three, four, five years. But David countered me, Rico, and he goes, no, no, no. Look here, bitch. He goes, this is such a rare opportunity. You can't say it's house money because you may never get here again. And I said, David, I don't appreciate you calling me a bitch. I said, but I think that's a really intelligent remark. So I'd like to know what side of it people are on. David, wow. That's just. I did not call him that. (laughs) It was something else. Well, I was just like, right. That's intelligent. Like, wow. Every now and then, David. (laughs) Isn't it great? So, which side of this are both you guys on in the room, but also you, the fans? You've been on this emotional journey with this team. Are you ready to say it's house money, YOLO, or no, 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 it can't be house money. This is such a rare opportunity. 248-539-9797. I'm Gentlemen. Go- I'm going to say it is house money because I, I believe in this team, and I don't think that you're going to go another 30-year drought where you're not going to even win a playoff game. I don't think you're going to see this happen in Lions history for a long time. I think that this team is going to be a force that they're going to be in the playoffs, that they're going to win playoff games where, you know what? It's going to become so expected that playoff tickets won't be going for a mortgage payment. They'll just be playoff tickets. It won't be, oh, my God, I've never seen this, and I'm sitting here crying with my father's ashes. It'll just be another playoff victory. So, no. This is house money because I think this team goes back and back and back again, David. See, Rico, I hear you, and I understand what you're saying. Uh Uh-oh. But in 1991, there was a team named the Detroit Lions. They beat the Dallas Cowboys, and everyone talked about them like 
they will be here again. Hey, David, what if I told you that one of those teams would become a dynasty? Exactly. It was just a team that lost that It game. was expected to be Detroit. They were to be back. They were going to be the team of the 90s. 32 years. That's why I'm saying, no, it isn't house money. Take advantage of your opportunity now and be like Dan Campbell and saying, we have two games with a buy in between. You go for it now. I get what you're saying, David, but I, I, I guess I just expect this team to keep doing this. I expect the coach to keep doing this, the system to keep working. So could I offer something to David's perspective? You could lose both coordinators. You could be the Philadelphia Eagles. You could. Who, still talented, still, I think, have a window to do a lot of great things, but they had a very off year. Right, or you could be the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and have your quarterback go down early in the season and it kind of derails your season. Here's the other problem I have is somehow it's like if you say it's house money, people are saying, oh, well, you're saying they don't have a chance. No, they have a chance. But house money is about your expectation of victory is out the window. That the anger with a loss is out the window. That you're accepting of whatever happens because you've arrived at a point that you did not expect to be at. I That's what house money means to me. What I don't want to do is, you know, literally have to take a weed whacker out and start arguing with people. No one is saying they don't have a chance. I'm just saying I won't be mad if they lose. That I won't feel like they fell short of max capacity. Like if they lost to the Bucks, that's why a week ago I begged you guys, let me move the goalposts. Let Uncle Mikey just move that ladder for you. Because you were better than the Bucks. And we believe that you will beat the Bucks. And that a loss is unthinkable. You can't say that a loss to the Niners is unthinkable. Just like you can't say a win is unthinkable. It's unlikely, but not unthinkable. That's what house money means to me. I, and I'm not, I mean, Rico, you can speak for yourself. I, that's just what it means to me. No, no, and it, it's neither one is unthinkable. What you'll find out is, you know, whoever loses the game, that's when the reality kicks in of how long the offseason is. And now how do we get back to that point? But I guess I say it's house money because I go back to the original statement that we have for this team at the beginning of the year, win the division, get a home playoff game, win that game. I feel dirty now saying, yeah, that's not good enough anymore. Because at the time we said that, those were lofty goals. You've exceeded those goals, and that's great. Now, yeah. I may be the wrong person to say this, but if if you lose this game, are you that crushed? No, because you look back and you'll say, you know what you'll talk about in the offseason? How great those two home games were, how loud it was, how it's a den of vipers coming down to Ford Field. That's what you'll remember. So it is house money. And I do think you're going to be back. I don't think this is going to be a once in every 30 year thing. I think you have the right coach. You have the right management. For the first time in a lifetime, you got the right people in place. I think this train keeps rolling. Yeah, but if to Mike's point, bringing up the coordinators, if you lose those coordinators. Oh, that could be problematic. Next year, at the end of next season, if it wasn't a great year because of that, fans are, yeah, they'll have the memories in their head of, of making this playoff run. But in the back of their minds, they'll say, man, we blew the opportunity. And that's what I don't want. Don't blow the opportunity. Take advantage of it.
Just go hire Eric Bieniemy. He'll run your offense. So let, 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 how about this? Let, let's do it a different way, right? Just I want to I want to I guess offer people some different factors. So I have a history of the point spread of the NFC title game. You can value it, or you can say this is total <laughs> malarkey. Ah, geeky Mike, I love it. Ah, so in the history of this game. How many times do you think this game has featured at least a seven-point underdog in the game? And the data I have goes back to 1970. Now, do we want to say in modern football history, do you think that that's a more valuable, maybe go since 1990? You want to do that? 1990, Rico remembers this game. The New York Giants were an eight and a half point underdog. How about we go ninety one? San Francisco. All oh, right. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to start with giving people one right. that was bigger than yeah. you're a seven point dog. So at least a seven point underdog. All right. The Lions in ninety one were a fourteen and a half point dog. So that's two. The next time was Niners, Dallas in ninety five. Niners, seven and a half point favorite. Green Bay and Dallas. Dallas, eight and a half point favorite, right? Green Bay, 12 and a half point favorite against Carolina. What do these games have in common? All the big favorites won. So you keep going. All right. Now you had a huge upset, 98 99. Everybody remembers Atlanta, Minnesota. You know, Minnesota, I, I don't think, uh, was it Morton Anderson or Gary? Mm-hmm. And- he hadn't missed a kick all year. So Atlanta springs the big upset. St. Louis. 14.5-point favorite. They beat, the, they beat the Bucks. St. Louis, again, a 10-point favorite. Beat the Eagles. But then, the next time you see a favorite, there would be the Giants as a big dog actually winning. Eight-point dogs in 07. The game in Lambeau that me and my dad were at. Then you go another several years, basically a decade, until you get to Seattle as an 8.5-point favorite. But they won in overtime. Uh, you got to then go 7.5 points. San Francisco dropped a bomb on Green Bay. Remember the game they got up just 28 nothing. it was over? Mm-hmm. The point I'm making is not only is it kind of rare to have the big spread, it's exceedingly rare for the underdog to win. Now, I'm not saying they don't play close. I'm not saying the games are all Rick Rolls. But it's exceedingly rare. You're talking about in the last 20 years of football, the only big dog that has won an NFC title game the New York Giants back in 07-08, and you'd have to go before that. It would be the Atlanta Falcons, 98-99. That, that's it. So why do I do that? Why did we do this laborious exercise? Because it's why I believe house money is appropriate. Because what you're trying to do is, is, is just delete a massive historical trend that is against you. Now, You want to say that has nothing to do with these 53 players, this coach, this team, this moment? Cool. But I'm trying to give you the whole picture, and you tell me how you're approaching it. I'm with Rico on this. This is house money. I love when he goes, Geeky Davis. I mean, I I don't know about anybody else, Mike. I I enjoyed that last five minutes. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here taking notes like I'm in class. Like, okay, and then, oh, wow, I remember that. Okay. But you understand why I did. I do, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like it's a reality check to what you're asking this team to do. Right. I know it's Detroit versus everybody, and nobody believes in us, but 
Yeah, when, when, when you see that point spread, as you like to say, Vegas ain't handing out free meals. And they're saying, yeah, good run, but we don't think it's going to happen. As a matter of fact, even in the event that you do, you're, we don't favor you in any game. If you played any of the remaining three teams, you're not favored in any game. Which is a very good place to be from a mentality standpoint because the pressure's off. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to the people. 248-539-9797. If you value it, you value it. If you don't, you don't. Doesn't matter to me. 97-1. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, David with the ticket text, and we get to the people. Are, are we on the same page that the Lions are playing with house money now? You know, you're a big underdog, which is a great place to be. I think it's the best spot to be as a fan. Nobody wants to be the favorite. You get you get, you get, get bent out of shape. You get nervous. Uh, but to me, let, let, it, it, this, is, this is perfect. Like, we're where we want to be. You're 60 minutes from a Super Bowl. You've accomplished the things we talked about on this show for a year, win the division, win a playoff game, hell, win two. But for me, this is absolutely house money. I'd be loose as a goose going into this game. Or, nah, the opportunity's too big. I, I, I'm i too emotionally invested. I can't possibly envision losing. Like, it's just too painful. David, what do the people say? Larry from Link Orient says, house money all day. No one expected you to be here because this game was supposed to be the Cowboys versus the 49ers. Uh, someone else texts in and say, no, we are still playing with house money. Barring any major injury, we're still going to have our same players for the next three, four, five years. So I don't see how we get any worse. Uh, someone else says, David is right. How many franchises have been on the cusp with promises to return and get another shot only to collapse in the following season? But see, I think that's in the minority because when you look at it, David, there's certain teams you could always pencil in the playoffs. Now, there's certain ones that rise and fall. Okay, and we'll just take the Chiefs out of it. But as much as Mike hates Josh Allen, Bills, Bills found a way to stumble into the playoffs again this year. The Bengals, Bengals were, they had to lose a quarterback or else the Bengals, you already, you, you always see them in there. The Cowboys, as bad as the Cowboys are every year, they're mm. always in the playoff hunt. 
So there are certain teams, and I think the Lions will be one of those teams that you could just pencil in. Now, will they be the best team? It depends. The Ravens, always your Steelers are always in the playoffs. You can pencil them in. Just when you think they're dead, they're not. They're in the playoffs. Someone says, I disagreed about moving the goalpost last week, but I'm with David now. Time to go full in Jake Taylor and win wow. the whole effing thing. Okay. Someone it's all up. mentality. No one's saying whether they do or don't have a chance. It's just a mental approach to it. That's all. House money, we accomplished more than we ever thought and will definitely be back. Yeah, I, I do. I, I just see this team. This team will be back. This team will be one of the probably four or five teams that every year, just like Green Bay is a team that I think you probably can just write them in. Like them and the Lions will battle it out for the division. One will get a wild card. One will get a division title, but they'll both be there. Let's get to the people. Start out with Brandon, 97-1. What's up, Brandon? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Brandon. Good, Brandon. What's up? Hey, guys. Appreciate you for uh, taking my call. You guys are making some really good points on, uh, you know, playing with house money. And also, the fact that the coordinator's potentially gone, I think that that really says house money. However, I think our situation's a little bit different than the Eagles. I don't think that uh, – I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is, is worse than Jared Goff, but – I think that Jalen Hurts is more dependent upon the system. But anyways, back to the house money thing. I do believe it is house money, but based on the matchup and, like, how physical we are, um, I I just think that this is a spot that we have to win. And I feel like this is also a spot where the Sharks are leaning towards us. Um, I just I just like the spot we're in. I don't, I don't feel like the, the spread should be that big, but – I, I'm, I'm expecting I'm expecting this game to be interesting very early. Interesting is in how? It's in the Lions taking off and, and, and getting a lead. Yeah, I don't I don't expect the Lions to be to fall behind by you know more than a score very early. I I mean I expect I expect early success similar to how the Packers had early success. Okay. All right. I guess you know what like, I mean. Like, I, Go ahead. Brandon, Brandon, no, my question is, okay, all of that is is fine. I mean, I'm not doing a game preview. So you do believe it's house money or you don't? Because you sound like you don't, but you said you do. I mean, I I believe it's house money in in the same way that you say that you're not going to be, you know, down in the dumps about potentially losing this game. However, my expectation is, is that we do win, if that makes sense. Like, I'm still looking okay. at the season as a success. I'm not calling it, uh, you know, Super Bowl appearance or bust. However, I'm still expecting it just based on the matchup itself. Like, I don't – like, like you can't sit here and look at this game and tell me that we're severely outmatched. Sure, I can. That, that's just not the case. We, we well, got, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why can't I say sure. that? Just remind me, what, what, what exactly – how did San Francisco in one game against Green Bay – go from being a monolith and an overwhelming favorite to win the Super Bowl to now they're on your level. Just help me understand that. I, my belief in that is coming from how we match up with them. Okay. Our quarterback play is, I mean, it's, it's, it's clearly superior. Like, I mean, at this point in the season, you can have far more trust in Jared Goff than you can Brock Purdy. If you look at, if you look at our fronts, 
like our offensive line versus their defensive line. They have a great defensive line, but I mean it matches up as well as anybody in the league. Right, they have, but, they're but, they're great. But Brandon, I don't know if you heard the previous segment. Brock Purdy is about if he beats the Lions, would have beaten every playoff team this year. So, yeah, just want to throw that wanna, out there. I, I'm not going to get in the business here of having to establish that the Lions have a chance to win. Of course they do. But what I'm not going to do is take one game in the rain where nine plays in, the most important player on the field gets hurt, mm-hmm. and I'm going to now make that the benchmark to how I view what the Niners have accomplished over 18 weeks. Well, Mike, what yeah. happened was the Lions fans saw that the Niners, they saw them bleed. But sure. yeah, and, and it's like, wait, they're they're not this force, but they played probably a D D minus game, and they still beat Green Bay, a team that came in here and embarrassed you on Thanksgiving Day. And Green Bay actually had their running back then. They didn't have their running back back then. So yeah, they played a D minus game and they still won at home. The other thing I, I would say is I've watched every snap of both Lions playoff games, how all of a sudden you're taking surviving your two games and winning, but surviving. And now you want to equate it to, oh, no, I expect to beat the Niners. I I just don't know where that comes from. Well, it comes from this. No, I can tell you. It's because you look at the Niner quarterback and you say, well, he he struggled the entire game. And he had the gloves on. He had the gloves off. He was missing people. But he didn't have his best receiver out there, just like it would have been the same if you had no Laporta. Do you know what Brock Purdy's two worst games in his career are? I do, but go ahead. No, they're both in the rain. Yeah. What's the weather going to be this weekend? Oh, wait, not rain. So I'm just not unwinding the yarn ball to everything I've seen. Now, if you want to build a case, you don't believe McCaffrey's right. You don't believe Debo's going to play. You believe that your short passing attack, somehow you'll be able to expose Werner and Greenlaw in the middle of that defense, which I don't think is a good matchup for you. Um, if you want to tell me that and say, look, the Niners, you can run on them a bit, that I will agree to. What you can't convince me of is what you're doing defensively. We talked about a faulty game plan by Todd Bowles, and Baker still went for 350 and had the ball with a chance to tie. Nick Mullins, 800 yards in two games. Matthew Stafford, 400 yards, whatever he wanted. Guys, like, pardon me for living on planet Earth here. But I think it's okay to go, we got a chip and a chair, but you're a long way from being Doyle Brunson here. Can, can we just take the approach of, hey, we got shot, but I, I'm not, I'm not going to smash the TV and go viral if we lose. It's house money. The expectation of I expect to go to San Francisco, I can't get there. I, I can't, but I'm also an impartial observer. Do do I root for you guys? Have I told you for a year you're going to be good? You're going to win a home playoff game? You're going to win the division? Yes. But, hey, man, if you want pom-poms, you can pick a different day part. I mean, I, I just I don't get the hubris. San Francisco deserves to be respected and deserves to be favored. And if you beat them, that's argument. You know what? F it. It's the biggest win in the history of this franchise. Yeah, that's that, that that's fair. That is absolutely true. But yeah, I just think that they, they Lions fans like the caller, they saw the Niners bleed and said, you know what, we can beat them. Cause, you know, grit. Well, the grit's real. 
That I, no, I will no, tell you the no, grit. No, no, grit. no, no, no. Because grit, because if, if that's the case, we could beat anybody, but we're on a roll, we're on a train. We're, we're, we're just knocking out all opponents. I get that. We'll get with more of the people. Is it house money or not? We're having fun talking about it a little bit. We'll continue along. 97.1. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, wrapping about the Lions. If you want to hear about Harbaugh, where it, I, I, don't, I don't know. Do we say it's imminent? Do we say it's trending? I, whatever trending. you want to call it. Trending's the major, best way. Major smoke. Uh, he's going to be the Chargers' next head coach, including Rico saying straight up they've taken it off the board on the books. You can't even bet it. Uh, and by the Rico, I guess the thing I would say, and again, rewind if you want it. We're talking Lions right now. The fact that we're talking about staffing makes you feel like you're going to get a report from an insider like this thing's done for dinner. Yeah, and the fact that he uh, allegedly went back out there with his wife. That that means you know you're looking at places that we could possibly live if we move. Yeah, this is a lot more right. serious than the previous two years. Lions, is it house money or not? And uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I just view it. I've always viewed the playoffs the same way. I never go into playoff games overconfident. I never go in feeling it's hard to expect to win. You hope to win in the playoffs. So for me, the fact that you've won two. The fact that that doubles up your playoff win since 1957, amazing moments here, and now you're facing a real team. No disrespect, you're facing a real team, not the Bucks, and not the you're facing a a big dog. The last time I saw you play a team as good as San Francisco is the week you played Baltimore. Now, I don't think that that's a direct comparison. I'm just making a point to you. San Francisco's beaten all the playoff teams. They had one. They had a bad week in the rain, and they lost their best player nine games at nine plays in. I'm sorry that I'm not uh, taking them down and going. Well, they're ass. We're gonna pound them <laughs> to the people. Who's waited the longest, Rico? Just so we're doing this appropriately. Uh, that would be John. John, you're on ninety-seven-one. Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. Hey man, uh, Johnny, what's up? I'm, I'm fifty-seven years old. You just said who has waited the longest. Okay, I'm not the oldest Lions fan, but I've been through. I've been watching them since no. I was three years old. <laughs> John, John, hold on. Who's been on it's hold the longest? Losing seasons. I'm sorry, go ahead. We were talking oh, who's God. been on hold the longest, not who's waited I, I the longest. I know that. I know oh, that. Okay. I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> it's just what I'm saying. I'm 57, uh, 54 years I've been watching them. I've been, I've been through Wayne Fonson and, and, and Matt Patricia and, you know, I've been through all these coaches and all these players and all these promises, you know, and, and all these bad decisions. And I've watched every major sports team in Michigan, not just professional, win a championship. My son's Little League team couldn't stop the ball. And, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's house money. Last week was house money because the expectation. 
All right, John, I, you're His fired up, toast. but yeah, your your phone has got expectations too. Um, he's fired up. Next, yeah, he's <laughs> he's into it. Respect, but he I mean, is. yeah, he's he's out of his mind right now. All right, Devin, you're on ninety-seven-one. Hey, Uncle Mikey, Uncle Rico, what's going on? What's up? What's up, Devin? How are you? I just want to say, man, we playing with house money. I agree one hundred percent with y'all. Um, we'll be here for for a minute as long as the front office keeps doing what they're doing hiring the right person no drafting the right person no we're we gonna be here we're gonna be here to stay and i just want to say that uh we definitely have a shot with san fran i know they're they top dog they're the big dog they're probably the best team we play all season aside from the ravens but uh we we got a shot man we got a shot no one has argued mm-hmm. I, Devin. i don't know who you're trying to convince i've said you have a shot but what yeah. I'm not going to do is get into this, uh, you know, you're walking in, in is the big swing and you know what. I mean, come on now. Let's at least have a little respect for the team we're facing here. <laughs> no disrespect. Hey, they're fired up, Mike. Yeah, let's go back to the phone lines. Okay, I, but like Rico, Oops. who is Devin trying to convince? I said you got a chip in a chair. You got a shot at this. But, like, take it easy. Devin's convincing. He's firing up himself. He's he is the coach in the mirror saying we could do this. Yeah, and he's ready to run through the wall. That's where we are. Oh, just wait till Friday. <laughs> no, I know. All right, Jake, you're on ninety-seven-one. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey Jake, what's up, Jake? I'm gonna uh, frame it this way by saying it's not house money uh, because I think if you strip. This game of its context, Detroit-wise, which I know it's hard to do for all of us listeners, the years and decades and decades of futility, but if you strip that context and look at it from the outside in, the Lions have been one of the top three teams in the NFC for, what, at least 10, 12 weeks now, right? Mm -hmm. So the way I look at it is you have two of the top three teams in the conference going at it right now, and to me, I don't want to start fresh next year with what will be a better NFC. I'm not going to feel good about that. Jordan Love on the way, knocking on the door. Um, whatever the Bears decide to do with all those picks, you're starting over fresh next year and thinking you're entitled to be in this spot. I, I can't subscribe to that. Do you think the Bengals probably felt pretty good a couple years ago uh, for where their future was looking? Not saying they're this era of Bengals football disqualified by any means, but right, Burrow right, right, out right. for the year. That's what I'm saying. Is I mean. Who knows? I, I agree. I agree. The stakes are very high, and I do not subscribe that you're just getting back here every year. I'm just making. All right, let me make the counter to it. I think you're built right. It's why for a year I've said you'd win the division. I think you have a chance to get a hell of a lot better mm-hmm. next year. I'm making the point. I don't think this this is the best team you're going to have. I could see in the next three years you have a team that is substantially better than this, and you're the team favored by seven in an NFC title game. Mike, I think you have that type of growth. How about this? Let's just say you take uh, two of your first three draft picks and you really go, or just all your first three draft picks, and you go defense-oriented. Defense, defense, one on each level of the game. Now a D-lineman, another linebacker a corner or safety. Now you're stacking players. Now you're adding depth because here's the other thing. This team really hasn't gone through that much adversity when it comes to injuries. 
They haven't had major injuries where, I mean, Laporta probably was the biggest one and, and your O-lineman. But, like, you haven't lost, like, your QB, you know, your you haven't lost Gibbs, St. Brown for four or five games. So you start adding depth to this team, I'm with you. It gets better. Like, I get a bookend for Aiden. I get a lead corner. I get free agents who want to come here for not only equitable market deals, but less because they want to win. Yeah, I wasn't even talking oh, free I, agents, but yeah, you're right. I could see this team being a nightmare in the next couple of years. I just don't think it's a finished product. So I look at it as we're, man, we're ahead of schedule. I mean, think about it. Most years when you get to the divisional round and you're the three seed, you're going on the road. Mm-hmm. We're a year ahead of schedule. We got to play the Bucks, who I don't think, and again, not going to re- re- redo this. Last week I got made fun of for saying, guys, I wouldn't play with this team. You'll, I think you'll beat them, but be careful. And I don't think it's a walkover. Oh, please. People called me all kinds of names for a kitty cat. The point is, I know what game I watched. <laughs> No, you're right. You know what I'm saying. No, you're right. And and I think what's happening is this. A lot of Lions fans are now starting to see what the playoffs are about. It's and, a hell of a lot of fun, isn't it? Right. And it, it's not, you know, college football September games where, yeah, we're going to win by 50. No. No, no, no. These, these are more like the games you just want to win and you don't care about the point spread. You just want to – it's the phrase survive in advance. That's what the playoffs are. There is a ton of coaching news, so let's get to it. We'll have some odds for some of the jobs that are still open. But let me get mm-hmm. your thoughts first on the news that the Tennessee Titans look to be close on hiring the OC from Cincinnati, Brian Callahan. You guys' thoughts on uh, that hire? I don't understand it. I think it's a joke. I think Amy Adams Strunk got in her feelings, and she fired the wrong man. Mike Vrabel is superior in every way. Callahan, I mean, yeah, great. You've worked with Peyton Manning and Joe Burrow. I yeah, mean, the quarterback's right whisperer. foot could, yeah, Kenny's right foot could coach those guys. So, like, for me, <laughs> this is an organization that's taking a step backwards. Yeah, you know, what's next? And uh, once Coach Patrick Mahomes, I grabbed his luggage once at the airport. Right. I, amazing, right? <laughs> I, I just don't get it, fellas. I'm sorry. Then a couple questions on a couple guys here that got fired during the offseason. We've talked about Jim Harbaugh and what looks to be what it, what is happening with the L.A. Chargers. Where Pro Football Talk is reporting that Pete Carroll has been trying his best behind the scenes to get the Chargers job. What happens with Pete Carroll this offseason? Is he just going to be miserable in retirement or not coaching for a year? Oh, boy. That's a great question. I, I think that. He's he's semi-retired. He's half wet. He wants to still coach, but for some reason, something happened in Seattle. I don't know. They just said, Pete, we're not bringing you back. Honestly, I could see him, you know, taking an uh, an advisory role. Not like an OC, but he's one of those coaches that kind of sit around and help the other team, uh, developing team out. I'll... I'll kind of pick your brain and, and, and help you bounce the ideas off of me and hoping that he's going to get another job. But I, I think that's it, David. I don't think anybody's going to hire him, and a lot of it is due to his age. Hey, here's an idea. You're 100 years old. F off to the sun. Go enjoy the beach. Or what might be a said. pain in the ass. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, Pete Carroll's so overrated. Hey, look, I clap and I chew gum. I, enough. 
You're a million years old. Move on. Now you think what? You're going to go take over the charge? Get the hell out of here. I don't know why these guys want to die on the sidelines. Put your feet in the sand. Maybe get yourself a little TV job. Relax. Because enjoy Mike, your life. It's all he's known for about, what, 30, 40 years? What, gum? Coaching and gum. It has. You're right. And it's hard for him to uh, it's why, move away David, from David, it. it's why, unfortunately, a lot of coaches die, like, a month after they're done. Or I mean, it's not just them. It's like a lot of people, when they retire, they, they didn't have a plan B. So let's move over to some of the coaching odds for the jobs that are remaining. Let's start in Carolina, because Carolina will now focus on hiring a coach because they hired their GM. Former player Dan Morgan is their GM. So, who do you think leads the odds right now to be their next coach? Carolina? You have to be a human who has no other options. Working for David Tepper sounds like a complete hellscape. I I would think there's somebody who's either desperate for a job or a college coach who doesn't know any better. Eric Bannon, he's been trying for years. Maybe... I'll just take anything, even though I know you're a horrible boss. There it is. Yeah, he would uh, fall under the the field category for this one, uh, which is at plus 600. Uh, Who leads this is Frank Smith, who is the OC in Miami at plus 450. Then you have Mike McDonald, the DC in Baltimore at plus 500. Oh, Mike, don't do it. Mike, don't do it. Don't just stay right there, tucked under John Harbaugh's wing for another year, Mike. Yeah, and being the OC in Miami is great when you're in 80 degrees sunny weather and you're putting up 70 points. And your coach is a Jedi, Mm -hmm. a Yale grad, former wide receiver who was really part of Kyle Shanahan's brain. Not sure. But again, guys, who the hell wants to work for David Tepper? Right. That's why I figured... Be enemy or just a college coach who wants in the game, and I'll take any job. Heck, you could have told me, Chip Kelly, I want to be back in the game. I'm sick of UCLA. I would have believed uh, uh, He's sick of UCLA, uh, <laughs> Mike. I've, I've never seen a coach who wants out so bad. What do you mean? There's one right down the road. Uh, you know what, Mike? You win. Let's, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm locked in. The 4 you, o'clock you, coffee you, just you, got off the you, pot. You win. Let's move God, they, they got to give you your own pie. <laughs> like, call it cash the ticket or something. People can download it. Go ahead. Let's G-Tech plus folks. three and a half. Over to the Washington Commanders. Now, who do you think should get the job first? Let's do that. Hmm. I, okay, please, everyone, seatbelt sign is turned on. The right move is Ben Johnson. And I think that's exactly who they want. I think Ben Johnson would be a great fit there. New owner, new energy, young, offensive-minded. You've already got great wide receivers and skill weapons. They're going to draft a quarterback. Ben Johnson's the move. Yeah, uh, number two pick in the draft. You can take your quarterback, new coach. You're hoping that you can get the same success and duplicate what the Texans did. Yeah, that was going to be my guy as well, Mike, is Ben Johnson. Yeah, what's crazy about the odds here, and I don't think I've ever seen it. These are according to Caesars Sportsbook. The field is winning at plus 250. I've never seen the field leading. Then you have Mike McDonald at plus 350 and then Ben Johnson at plus 450. Okay. Hey, man. No, I mean, it's it's a quiet search 
They've interviewed a million people. I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I, I just, see, for me, I, you, that's who I'd hire. See, I think it's this is more leaning towards Ben Johnson because he's still active and and coaching, and they're not making moves. That tells me it's worth the wait. I've never understood why pro teams felt the need to hire somebody right now. You know, it, like the season's not going to start for a long time. You can wait two weeks to get the right guy. Hey, we've got important off-season meetings. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to move past Atlanta because it is all over the place with that news. When you have the oh, owner no, who no, wants no. one guy and people in the front Arthur office want Blank another guy. wants Belichick. Everyone else in the organization knows if they hire this man, I'm losing my job or any equity I have with Arthur Blank. Because Bill Belichick is going to tell me to bleep myself. Oh, it's succession. It, it, it's a it's an absolute made-for-TV power struggle. But the last I checked, Arthur Blank runs that team. If he wants Belichick, they're getting Belichick. And, and Belichick leads the odds at plus 250. Overwhelmingly leads these odds. So, um, But here's a team that doesn't get talked about a lot, and we talked about their former coach. What's next in Seattle? I'd hire Dan Quinn. Familiarity. He was there during the Super Bowl years. Defensive-minded coach. It works. Understands the culture there. That place is not for everybody. I'd hire Dan Quinn. That's a good call. I actually, I actually like that. Because I, I was thinking the same thing. If, if, if the commanders don't take Ben Johnson, I, I think that he could go out there and look at what he has and, and maybe do to Geno Smith, what he, he's done with Jared Goff, a guy that was considered a cast-off. Until I can get my quarterback in here, I can maximize this man. Yeah, and that makes ton of, a, a lot of sense here, but then we'll close it out with this question because one name that I have not heard either one of you say for no job, what yeah, happens with Mike Vrabel? It feels like he's going to get shut out. TV. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I think TV and, and, and maybe... Maybe TV, David, will will have people salivating for him next year and saying, you know what, we should have, we, we're going to wait and go after Mike Vrabel. And then at that point, like maybe the Bears experience. Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys. All of these things blow up and he's got a better choice of jobs to go after. Or you lose again to Michigan and he's off to Ohio State. They want him so bad there, and that is... Well, hold on, hold on, David, yeah. before you go, though. I mean, Mike Vrabel is legit. He is. Yeah. I mean, I, some of the people we're talking about, it's not that I think they're better than Vrabel. It's that Vrabel's been nowhere. I still can't believe they're hiring Harbaugh over Vrabel in L.A. But you know what? I think he's a fantastic coach. Mike, because he's a fantastic coach and he probably has a nice buyout, he knows. I don't have to rush back into this. Yeah. I don't have Get to the take job, a job. You, you know it. what? Yeah. How about I yeah. go on TV? I'm at Fox. I'm at CBS. I'm on the Peacock next year. And yeah, then I can have my choice of teams that I really want to go coach in the following season. I can see him on Peacock. And that is in football today. And if you want our thoughts on the Harbaugh stuff, we gave you two segments to open. Odyssey.com Rewind. Talking Lions right now, the house money angle. I mean, it's an awesome week, man. You're in the NFC title game. You're a seven-point underdog. What the hell is there to stress about? I mean, yes, the opportunity. It, it is rare. It's fleeting. 
there's no guarantee you're getting back, but I, I'm just, it's house money to me. They've accomplished everything I thought they could, and anything they do more is gravy. If it stops right here, regardless of how they play, the result, what it does or does not look like, I don't know how anybody would walk away not feeling like this is the best season of my life as a Lions fan. And when you've arrived at that point, you've arrived at house money. But I'm getting some serious kickback to it. People going, no, we are storming the gates. We are beating this team. F house money. Okay. You want to oil yourself up and play Rambo? God bless. No, but you get the bravado, don't you, Mike? I mean, you haven't been here, and it's the whole why not us. And uh, you know what I think helps that whole mentality? You saw it with the University of Michigan a few weeks ago where it was the why not us, and we can go out here and we could beat the SEC, and we could beat Michael Penix, and we could beat whoever, and we'll win the whole thing. Everybody you to beat Bama. You were a one-point favorite over Bama. I'm not yelling at you. Please don't take that. I know my tone is terrible. Right. I'm, I'm making a point. No, no. You, you're a seven-point underdog to this team for a very established reason. Why not us does not equate to entering the ring like Ric Flair draped in a flamingo uh, uh, boa. Come on. You were a, you were favored to beat Bama, but it's still Bama. And in the world, it was like you went up and you took down Tua. You took down... Ingram as the running back and you know, Julio, like every top player was playing in that game. They weren't, but you beat Bama. So a lot of people have that same feel. We could beat anybody. You know, if, if Michigan can do it, why can't we do it as well? Right. And you can. It's the NFL. I think you have a chance. But where that goes into hubris and this whole idea of no, no longer house money, these are the same people that wouldn't let me move the goalposts last week. They told me last week was house money. You can't tell me we're supposed to win this game. Then they heel turned and said we're winning by 50. Now this week, I'm at house money, and they're like, no, 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 you can't. We expect to win. I, I You know what? This is how you know this, this fan base, and it's not their fault. They've had no success. They have no idea. Their heads are spinning. People's pets' heads are falling <laughs> off. They don't know what to do. <laughs> David, give me some ticket text, and then we'll get to the calls. We are on house money. We got the bonus win because we got a second home game. We have a chance to win, but I think maybe Green Bay gave them a problem because they had a little rust. But we are on house money. Someone I'll say it again, and you heard Kyle Shanahan say it. Nine plays into a game, Debo getting hurt took away a majority of their install. The wristbands, the checks, how they do things. It takes away everything they do because he's there, Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. He's the straw that stirs the drink. He's who you key on. He, the jet motion, the circle motion, the cluster formations, him in the backfield, all that's gone. Of course you can't just, quote, adjust to it. Tell you what, nine plays into the game this week, have Amon Ra get hurt. Tell me how much of a genius Ben Johnson will look like. <laughs> Fair point. I, I I have nothing to say after that, David. One more. Chris in Heartland says, house money, no key injuries, lucky draws, one year ahead of schedule, rookies Amen. contributing. Amen. Yeah. And you will, I'm telling you, it may not result in a better record. It may not result in getting here. I think you're going to be better next year. I think you have a chance to create what Rico's enjoyed the last five years. I think you have a real opportunity to become the dominant force in the NFC. Yeah. No slander. No, where you get people to say, you know what, I'll come and play for Detroit on a one- or two-year deal. 
just like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson did. Yeah. Where, yeah, I don't have to take – I'll take a discount. I just want to play for this team. You don't have to pay me top dollar. That's that's what I see in the future. So that's why I say, Tops money. You hit, you hit all your goals, and I think you're going to be here, and you'll probably make the playoffs four out of the next five seasons. That's – and that only reason you won't is because that's going to be that year – of average where you're going to have key a key injury and you'll barely miss out. Not that you'll suck. It's just, it just happens. No one goes unless you're David's team to the playoffs every year. Stop it. We don't go to the playoffs every year. We are, Yeah, we do. I'm sorry. Yes, we do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you don't win anything. We don't. Shut up, you. <laughs> Shut up, you. I'm over here dumpster diving. My team makes it like once a decade. You're just going to trade up, get that number one pick, Mike. Man, you All shut your you mouth. Will. I'm paralyzed with fear. Keep oh, keep, keep moving. Let's go. Let's go to the new team mascot, should we? Let's yes, go to uh, DJ. <laughs> Come on. What's that? Did you, that what did you get that helicopter to, to uh, San Francisco lined up yet or what? Hey, hey, my dog. Man, I was going to say that for last, man. I was going to get right to the meat potatoes of football because we're going to go. No, no, no. no. First, first, he's got to go get his beard dyed blue, and then he hops on the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, so check this out, dog. Last night, uh, Michael Valenti, you were definitely – I'm like, what the hell? So, look, man, you. I thought about you last night, right? So, I had to go home last night because I said, Mike called me a blatant liar a week ago. You were right, Mike, because you know what? I got home last night. I said, you know what? What would Campbell, uh, uh, Codwell, and Tucker do? I said, I'm going to use some grit. I'm going to use, I'm going to keep chopping. No pun at you. Uh, I, I was about to say, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I know what chopping. Tucker would do. I, I'm going to get on the phone with the, the beautiful young lady at Delton. I'm going to use some decorum, and I'm going to say, hey, baby, I need to find me a flight. And I did, Mike. I got on there That's last right. night, and I That's got right. to work, and I found me a ticket to L.A. I ain't gonna That's right. Said, I thought about you. I thought about you. Like, Mike Valencia would be like, DJ, you're a liar. I did it, man. So that's I'm right. going because, to LA. And because a- you know why, DJ? We don't accept excuses. We embrace solutions. <laughs> so you're going to LA and driving to eight hours? No, no, no. It ain't, it ain't eight. It's uh, oh. it's only it's only six. It's only six. Oh, uh, my bad. Yeah, my my, my, <laughs> my family moved out. My family moved out there in the '80s, so I've been going out there my whole life. So my uncle was like, "Man, let's just drive up." It's only six. So yeah, that, that's what I'm gonna do. So that's I'll it. Be there. But I thought about you. I thought about you, Mike. Like DJ's a liar because I lied to you. Remember yesterday? I told you I wasn't going. I oh, I knew, I, but I knew you were full of it. I knew you were full of it. You you <laughs> couldn't you couldn't stay away. So tell me, I is it dog? Is it house money though? Are you loose? Are you just hey man? We're gonna roll the dice and see what happens. Or are you in the expectation mode that so many of these fans are? No, no, that is absolutely, totally, utterly ridiculous. To be in expectations, expectations is next year. You came into this season. We all came into this season. The national media, the local media, like, look, you got to build off Green Bay. You got the momentum. Most people were saying that that don't even carry over, which a lot of times is true. But they did it, man. They said, let's check this box. Let's win a division title. Let's make the playoffs. Let's win a playoff game. All those boxes check, dude. So anything that we do now is house money because we've done. But that don't mean quit. That don't mean see like the Eminem song say so you got you got to lose you got to get the moment you got you got to cherish it now. That don't mean don't do that. You got to go for it. But more 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 than anything more than anything, Mike and Rico, because I don't want to take up everybody's time. It's a couple of things that y'all have been talking about that I was taking notes on. Number one, in the '90s, my man David brought up that '91 team 
We went to the playoffs six out of ten times during that time. One of the main reasons because we had the Brad Holmes at that time. We had we had uh, Kerry Cobra, who was the scouting director, who went to Pittsburgh and put that dynasty together, just like we got Bradley Holmes. So basically, we had a guy who was drafting us good players. Next, the MVP of these playoffs is Bradley Holmes. I, I said the offensive line first, but it's not. It's him. Think about this, Mike. This dude has got us – he got us three drafts. Two of those drafts we got all pros. We got a pro bowler in every single draft. When has that ever happened in the history of this franchise, Mike? Never. Mm, never. Good point. Never. You see what I'm saying? So yep. that's why I'm with Rico. We're going to keep going because we have our our Kevin Colbert. We got the guy that's going to bring in all pros, man. Hey, hey DJ, DJ, you can't agree with me. You know I hate the Lions. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so – Hey, hey, man! So I'm, I'm definitely with you, man. Uh, ne- now next year, because this expectation has set, now nah, we can talk about, no, nah, man, we, we ain't good with the division. We ain't good with the NFC Championship. We've done that, no. but we established that. So no, nah, Mike, we house money right now, my dog. I'm, w- right. I'm with you. Nah, I'm with you. And whatever you do, have fun. Be safe. Do not dye your beard blue. That's obscene. I wouldn't even know how you get it out of that thing. Uh, we'll continue with the callers. We'll get some more of the ticket texts. We got a football today to do. As we roll, I'm mean, his best week of the year. You're 60 minutes from a Super Bowl. And I love being the underdog. I, I just, I'm comfortable with it. It's where I like to be as a fan. Hey, quick note. I know we're immersed, rightfully so, in, in Lions Fiesta. I just, this is a selfish thing. 60 seconds for just me and Rico and maybe David. Man, what kind of deal with the devil did Doc Rivers make? To keep getting jobs. <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks fired Adrian Griffin because I'm, I've been telling you, there's been problems between the players and him all, all year long. They are, quote, going to strongly consider Doc Rivers for this gig. Doc Rivers is awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. Doc Rivers has a name, Mike. He walks in and he has credibility. And I think that's the only thing that the Bucs are looking at. Is maybe only Yacht- thing he is is one of the best gifts ever of him blindly staring at the official. Yes. He but, coached a team in 08 that mm-hmm. Rico could have coached and won. Mm-hmm. The big three in Boston. Unbelievable. But I think that's just it. It's He could walk in there and Giannis will actually pay attention and listen to what he has to say. You have to have a name because you bring in a young coach. Giannis is going to be like, who are you again? Okay. <laughs> Here, here's my order. Go get me a 50-piece from Chick-fil-A and uh, make sure it's hot. <laughs> Giannis, I'm your coach. I don't care. Yeah, Just go get the 50-piece. Please, I already told you to leave once. Right. Thank you. <laughs> All right. No, I just, I, I had to ask. I'm, I'm like, are you kidding me? All right, let's get to the call. Maybe he'll hire Stubblefield to be on his staff. Uh, R.I.P. Tony Stubberfield. Uh, you know what? I can I I want to bring someone to the forefront here, and I'm going to let you discuss this with this person. Okay. I, I want to move Ed to the front of the line. All right. He clearly would like to talk to you about your team, Edward. Y- y- the stage is yours. Oh, thank you. Uh, I I I think we've got the 49ers beat in all the categories, from coaching down to. The water boy. Okay, right. go ahead. Okay, if you, I've looked at every single win that the San Francisco had their their locker room talk, their locker room speech, and I've also did it with the Lions. There is no doubt who's got better control 
of the team than it's Campbell by far. The other guy sounds like a loser when he's sitting there talking about, oh, we won a game. Just go watch him. He's got control of that team. There's a there's a there's a significant coaching difference. I think Campbell is significantly gonna shine in this game. Do you agree or I can't do with this. I Kenny from Ed. Kenny. I wanted to hear from Ed, too. This is shocking. Wait, we're breaking it he down. He said Campbell is better. Campbell, based off of the post-game locker room speeches. What about a signature from Swell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting here like, okay, he's better, and he's going to give me X's. He gives better post-game locker room. Have you heard the other guy? He doesn't sound confident. Probably because he's given the same speech for the last time for a lot of years. And, yeah, guys, you know what I got to say. Really? Kenny? Look at me. That's Uh-oh. One. That's one. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all good. I mean, listen, I'm not going to use Ed the outlier. Uh, to, most people have been very – look, we're all into it. We all want Sunday to be here. But, like, some of you – we I, get a no, couple no, no. of Mike, you guys who are on the moon. I was all set, like, okay, you know what? Let's let's have this conversation. Yeah, that, okay. What's next? Uh, Harbaugh has better dance moves. I, okay, you know this There's, is an no. open line system. People are entitled to their opinions, Rico. We I want was, your open line call. No, no, because I'm thinking like he's going to talk about. Okay, well, look at our secondary. Look at our offensive line. Look at our defense. Like, okay, let's let's play the X's and O's game. Have you seen? Uh, Camp Bell's uh, locker room speeches. He's fiery. Start start your breakdown of the game with I think the Debo thing is critical, and I I really was encouraged that Green Bay was able to run the ball on San Francisco. Right. You got my. Uh, I'm listening. Right. You have my attention. Right. I, I was all for that. I I I wasn't ready for the locker room. I, what I don't need is Dan Campbell. <laughs> you mean Dan Campbell? <laughs> Love me that Dan Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> that other guy sounds like a loser. Are you mean the dude who's been to a Super Bowl? Yeah. So he has. So we have Dan Campbell, we have Dan Gamble, and we have Dan Campbell. <laughs> Dan Campbell. Yeah, four straight uh, championship games. But, yeah, but he's a loser. We wow. also have Sewell or a signature from Swell. Swell. <laughs> Get that facsimile signature from Swell. Okay, thank you. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Move on. Stop it. And I need you to talk to Juan immediately. 97-1. Juan, how are you? What's Juan, going on? What's going on, man? I'm all right, man. I say just because my feelings was we was going to the Super Bowl in the beginning of the year. Based ah. off of how they did last year. You know what I'm saying? I didn't care what yeah. none of y'all said or what anybody else got to say. But, you know, Debo being hurt. All that plays a picture, you know, plays a part in it to me. So, you know, I don't care about who can't get out there, whoever's out there. I don't care about the rain. The other quarterback against Brock Purdy, Love, played in the same conditions and didn't look as bad. Brock Purdy is suspect. Everybody's talking about him all over the networks, and half of them saying he's suspect and the other half not. So just because Rico loved his little Brock Purdy or whatever his name is, forget about him. He's suspect. And I bet we get about two or three picks off of them, and that's all it's going to take for us to win. I mean, we let people get off and still win the game. 
So, you know, I mean, not too many people were able to do that. And with that, like the guy before said, that locker room, just the way Dan Campbell got everybody fired up, it's just on another level. I think we're about to beat them. The only people, only person I'm worried about is Lamar. Now, he's a headache. But outside of him, I'm feeling good. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I mean, so you're saying that Purdy's just going to throw three picks in this game? Well, if he throws three picks, you're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I mean geez, that's my goodness. Yeah, I think Purdy. I think Purdy can throw three picks, especially against us. I mean, yeah, our guys on the secondary, you know, they don't come through. But when they get into that red zone, it's like they tougher than nails. And Juan, like if I, I, if is, I may, is, is Cam Sutton still playing? Well, no, hold on. I want. He's to, not. I want to ask you a question. <laughs> I want to. No, Juan. I want to ask you a serious question, just because I, I maybe right. I'm. How does San Francisco win a single game? What do you mean, how do they win a single game? Well, I mean, like, how are they not 0-18 the way you're talking about them? I mean, they, they sound I mean, Rudy I'm, Poo. I'm not saying that he's Rudy Poo, but just like how Love is like a rookie still. Not a rookie, but he's young, and he makes mistakes. Purdy has been making mistakes, and we bring mistakes out of people, you know, mm-hmm. just from what I've been seeing. So, yeah, he can go to Debo, and Debo may mess around and get hurt again playing with us. When the receivers do catch the ball, they get smacked when they playing with us. So they might get it, but not too many people get the big plays and score off of them. So, and that's what's been helping us out. Yeah, they got the yard accumulation, but when they get down to the red zone, not too many people getting in. Well, you know so, what, Juan? Okay, now we're talking serious football. This may be the difference for the first time in about five games the Lions are going up against a real running back. Right. You're right. Now, when it comes to the red zone, if you have somebody who could just run the ball, it's what makes Detroit so dangerous in the red zone. Why? Because you could either hand that thing off or you could play action and there's a tight end wide open. You can get – I think the same thing is going to happen in this game. Why? I don't think it's a runaway. I think it's a tight game. I think that the Niners have better players and I think – and eventually they will get it, but – I'm not going to be shocked if they lose, but when it gets to the red zone, the Lions have played against a bunch of teams that couldn't run the ball. I mean, Tampa couldn't if they tried. Um, I'll just throw something out there. You can do whatever you like. Um, I don't know why I do this to myself. You like DVOA as an analytic? Okay. All right. The top Uh-oh. geeky Mike again. No, I don't. I shouldn't do this. You know what? No, 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 no you know I, what? I, I, Go no, for it. No. You started. No, no. Finish. <laughs> Mike is, is eligible. I, Go ahead. I, I, yeah, reporting is eligible. I would really prefer not to do that. This is. I'm just making a point. So the Niners and the Ravens are are a little bit different than just about anybody else. So offensive DVOA, right? Where it's a real metric of the quality of your offense on a play-in-play-out basis. Do you realize that each Baltimore and San Francisco have put up two of the ten highest DVOAs in history this year? Wow. I did not know that. Then the flip side is Baltimore's first in defensive ranking in DVOA, San Francisco's fourth. Okay, so Baltimore's fourth in offense, first in defense. San Francisco, first in offense, fourth in defense. Top 10 all time. Yeah. So I just, you know, Juan, are you making them sound like they're a bunch of plumbers who uh, play no, no, football no, because, time? No, 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 because they struggled against Green Bay 
And that's why. Lions fans said, you know what? You're not that dominant. You didn't win by 50 points, so you suck. We can beat you. Know you know what I like, though? I, you know what I like what Juan said? Mm-hmm. Because I actually, I, I do. I agree with this. There's an element of destiny with the Lions. Yep. That Dan Campbell, this locker room, this group, it does remind me. Uh, heaven help me. Sorry. It does. It reminds me of the 07 Giants. No. The, no, no, the no, Giants, I... it was a locker room versus everybody. Now, the difference is the Giants had to go on the road to Tampa, to Dallas, and to Green Bay. They were underdogged in every game. But there's an element with this crew. The other I, w- I would hearken back to would be the 2000 Giants. Remember when Jim Fossil did the speech? Yeah. Our chips are in the middle of the table. This team's going to the playoff. Now, they got to the Super Bowl and then got hit with a flaming garbage can, a.k.a. the Ravens. My point is... I've seen when a group who doesn't totally look the part, you know, you bring up Cam Sutton, the defense, there are these teams of destiny that do get there. So then, Mike, so, real quick, before because yeah. Kenny's telling us we got to wrap this up. Uh-oh. Then how do you – the one thing that I find encouraging is a lot of people have been blasting Brock Purdy and the two people who stuck up for him, Debo and Brandon Ayuk, like, hey, guys, you're all wrong. So I wonder if now they take that, internalize it, and say – we got to make you look good this week. Oh, the old, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, at this time of year, you're using every piece of motivation you can. All right. So, yeah. All right, good talk. Niners suck. All right, here we go. <laughs> 97-1. All right, a couple of notes here. We'll get back into the Lions momentarily. Uh, David, you have a little bit of an update here on the Harbaugh situation? Yeah, it sounds to me, Josina Anderson is reporting, it sounds to me like it's at the goal line. She says, uh, I'm told discussions with Jim Harbaugh and the oh Chargers boy, are, now, are now underway as I type this per sources. So to me, it sounds like they are at the goal line here and just need to uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. So triple reverse Statue of Liberty play? Not the Philly special against <laughs> TCU. It won't be that, hopefully. Okay. I mean... I don't know. There's always been an element of this where I, I all of those interviews are plenty of years where I'm like, guys, he's not getting a job. He's out here shaking his ass and shaking a can for money. Nobody wants him. This is different. The Chargers from the very beginning have been intimated as the spot. He's now done multiple interviews, including one where we believe he's brought his wife with him. And there's been discussion from people in the media who, look, they're paid to be right. They're not opinionists. They're reporters. Um, they're, they've, they've talked about staff. I, it just does feel different. Um, we talked at the start of the show. We're not going to go back into it, but like you can odyssey.com rewind it. I, I wouldn't be bent out of shape if I were a Michigan fan. I don't know how you blame Ward for this. Not when this guy's wanted to leave for a while. There's many things um, to blame him for. Not this. Uh, you're right. And also I guys, this is Pete Carroll leaving USC. He has to leave. There's no choice. I mean, I know you don't want to grapple with that, but he does. No punishment. Right. He's got to leave. You don't have a choice. Yep. Yeah, you're right Timing's about that. Perfect. He, ha- he has no choice. I mean, he will be. He probably wouldn't coach next year anyway. He'll oh, miss a so. lot of games. Yeah. If he did, and I mean, that's why he wanted. To, hey, you can't. You can't uh, tell me I can suspend me. Actually, we may have to, Jim. Yeah, immunity. What? <laughs> That's not how this works. So, look, I don't begrudge him the desire to go. 
I view him not as a person or anything like that, but like if Izzo tomorrow wanted to take NBA money to get fired in three months, I wouldn't care. Harbaugh won a natty. He can do what he wants to do. Part of it is he's got to go, and uh, look, if I'm Michigan, I have a guy there who's highly capable. I think Sharon Moore, if he stayed at Michigan for another year, Sharon Moore would be one of the handful of high-level coordinators I think other schools would go after. So uh, that's just my take. But, hey, if you like the circus and you're going to miss him, God bless. My argument to you would be, what else is there to prove? Yeah, he's got you the natty. There's really This is the best time to just part ways. Before he really well wears out his welcome and becomes the villain, you'll always remember him as bringing you that title. You won't remember that he was suspended for half the season. You won't remember the just a cheeseburger thing. Because once he leaves, I don't think the NCAA even does anything to the school because they really wanted him. You, you may get a scholarship reduction and pay a fine, and that's it. And then it goes away. Right with him leaving, I think you dodge most of what they would want to do with you. They want him. Yeah. Go ahead, David. No, you're I'm exactly, sorry, buddy. You know, you're exactly right. And here's where I've always felt like it was more real this year than before, was because it wasn't just coming, like it or not, wasn't just coming from Adam Schefter. When it started coming from real NFL, I'm not saying Adam's not real, but the Whoa. the source there of him being from Michigan. Kind of, it felt like it was just being fed to him, to me. And now it was coming from Garofalo and Rappaport and actual NFL guys that you're like, man, you know what? They're not just going to report on this just to report on it. It felt more real to me. And now as it gets closer and closer, that's why I said earlier, I just wanted to make sure they get the right replacement because it feels real to me. Yeah, that's, no, that's a great way of putting it. It For the first time, it feels very legitimate to me. I, but... Who the hell knows? I mean, it is clear, right? And I think a lot of coaches suffer from this. They just love attention. This whole idea of, oh, Jim's going to go where he feels the most love. Dude, what do you need? You got a school president who's literally willing to draw you a bath and make you dinner every night. Is that not love? Is 10 at 125 not love? (laughs) Is not firing your ass for being under multiple NCAA investigations not love? But actually How about the fact, backing you with bets. Backing you with amicus briefs that were unsummariously thrown out of court. Like, all the love is here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, if I'm a Michigan fan, I'd be cool. I won, so whatever comes after the winning, I don't really care. Like, if MSU won a title and then the school burnt down, probably not going to shed a tear. <laughs> it just wouldn't matter. No, it wouldn't. Uh, real quick, yeah. uh, they came out with the finalists for the USA Basketball Olympic team. Uh, 20, I'm trying to think, it's like 28 players are finalists. No Pistons represented so far on this team, so doesn't look like Cade's going to be one of the guys on the Olympic team. I think the Olympics should be canceled. Oh! No one cares. Why do we do it? Because it's, it's a financial burden on whatever city hosts it. Nobody wants the damn thing. And it's a bunch of sports nobody cares about. Oh, my son fences. I don't care. Oh, you know, no. no but you know what, David? That makes sense. Because if it was up to Mike, he would cancel all the Olympic sports at colleges. Also so true. Don't need and then, and the then I'd give them yeah. the Olympics. Because hence or, the Olympic sports. Bang. That's right. And I would take all that money and give it to football and basketball. Uh. Yes. 
But yes, that's why, Mike, for the gymnastics and for all the stuff in the track and field. Yeah, this, this is their Super Bowl that they only get once every four years. There's a reason. Why don't we just do it once a decade at this point? <laughs> what am I going to watch? Right, Real you, sports? What are you going to get up at <laughs> 7 o'clock in the morning to watch exclusively on Peacock? Right, nothing. I'm sorry that I don't take a great interest in Michael Phelps or Shikari Richardson. I don't care. I care about the Lions and Niners and then the free agency and then the draft and then training camp and then we do it all over again. Mixed in with Tigers, making fun of the Pistons, Red Wings playoff drive, college sports, but just about anything. If that was the case, you wouldn't have one of the most glorious moments in U.S. history. What's that? When the U.S. Olympic team won the gold medal. Who cares? That that, that moment didn't even happen in the gold medal game. (laughs) They had to beat Finland like two nights later. (laughs) I mean, seriously. who (laughs) Who cares? But you don't believe in miracles? Dude, it was 43 years ago. <laughs> Nobody actually watched that game, yet people reference it. Who that's watched I, it? That's all I heard about no. growing up. Okay, it, it, here's the thing. There was no such thing as spoiler alerts, but you needed one back then. Mike, I was actually watching the game, and they oh, were in the God middle God of the sakes. third period when the news broke into a news break, and the game was over, and the anchor, I think it was Bill Bonds, was like, and we'll tell you all about the U.S. victory over Russia. Wow. Uh oh, <laughs> Billy, Billy, you weren't supposed to say that. It's still on, sir. It's still on. I remember my mother was like, "He may not know. He he may not know. He's just speculating." I'm like, "But he just told me." No, 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 no. He he he. It it was a mistake. He misspoke. <laughs> His meltdown on YouTube is still one of the greatest things I've ever watched. I celebrate it religiously. <laughs> what the f does that mean? I know I'm a complete idiot. I can't get enough of that song. It makes me feel like an absolute piece of garbage. But I love it. Welcome in. Uh, five o'clock. If you missed the discussion on Jim Harbaugh, we talked about it to lead, which is two segments. Odyssey.com Rewind. Sounds like he's going to the Chargers. Getting your response to it. And then we move to the Lions. And it has been, it's going to continue to be. This is, this is history in the making. I know. We all just want to get to Sunday. And we want to watch the game. And we want to just see what's going to unfold. But uh, I'm not Scott Bakula, and this isn't Quantum Leap. I don't get to do that. So I'm just going to... Good pulls. Oh, I loved that show as a kid. Shout out Dean Stockwell. Um, Sam! Huge fan of... (laughs) Sam! Huge fan of that show as a kid. Kenny, you'll have to Google that one. But listen. Not not a big fan of the remake, though. I never... I couldn't couldn't watch that. That You didn't miss anything. Okay. So we're playing with house money, right? That's the discussion today. I want to know from Lions fans. You're cruising around. Well, not cruising. You're driving very carefully right now. But are you taking the approach that you were more nervous for the Ram and Buccaneer game than this game? That nerves are out the window when you've already gone past the threshold of accomplishment. We've done it. This team's ahead of schedule. And yes, I mean, do I think they have a shot? Of course I do. You're battling some major historical trends, which I did highlight earlier. And uh, unlike many of you, I'm not just going to turn the 49ers into poop because they had a rough game against the pack. But I'm loose as a goose with it. There's, I don't expect to win the game. I, I hope to win because I do believe you're playing a team that's better than you. But can you beat them? Yeah, you can beat them. 
It's the NFL. As Rico, I think you said it. It might have been in the 3 o'clock hour. Man, this ain't the Big 12. No. This this isn't Texas hosting a bad Baylor team favored by 28 and a half. Like that, that's not what this is. Or September football when you're playing a Mac school and you're like, okay, this is a warm-up tune-up game and we right. should pull all the starters by halftime. But it's house money. I wouldn't be nervous as a Lion fan because we're in a dream state, right? Yeah, see, I like how you put that because I do think, speaking as a Lions fan, and if I'm wrong, Kenny can stop me, but last week if you lost the game, would have been devastating because you got the home game and you didn't play Dallas and you didn't have to go on the road and it was expected with the crowd. This week, if you lose the game, I don't think it's as devastating. I think this is where you kind of shrug your shoulder and say, man, we were so close. But And you go back to remembering the two games that you won here in Detroit and and what great times that you had at the game. That, yeah, you just kind of shrug your shoulder and it's like, man, it sucks, but it was a great run. Whereas last week, yeah, if you lose, it was going to be a little devastating. Even though you had already exceeded your goals, you were expected to win. You're not expected to win this game. So I want to know where it's at. Kenny, feel free. Step step up to the plate on this one. I know you were you were a basket case for the Rams and, and for the Bucks game and you, you where are you at sitting here right now as a lifelong Lion fan and so many people your age and older have never seen this? Where is your mindset headed into this Niners game? Is it house money? Or are your balls in a Bavarian not here? I mean you're just really oh my God. So what we talked about to start the season was the, our goals as Lions fans this year, win the division, home playoff game, win that playoff game. So in theory, I should be sitting here going, it's house money, we did everything I wanted us to do. But I'd be uh-huh. lying to you if I told you that leading up to this weekend, I am not filled with anxious nerve feelings. I have this nervous energy, I'm excited. I don't expect them to win, but... Man, I'd be lying to you if I told you after that game, if and when we lose, I'd be anything but bummed out. And I can't okay. just take a I can't just take the look back and say, look, we had a great year. Maybe that'll happen in a week or two after the game, should things not go our way. But if that's not the case, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be not in a great mood. No, not in a great mood. Yeah, if they end up losing that game, I will not be in a good mood. I mean, oh, it's such man. a huge game, okay, something okay. that I have never experienced no, 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 no. in my life. Kenny, I understand that. How long will that that mood last you? Like, for the rest of the day, the whole week? With big Georgia losses, it's lasted weeks leading into like a month. But you maybe. had higher expectation for Georgia. Oh, my God. No, but the, I've never experienced it. I have no reference level on what this is going to feel like, whether we win or whether we lose. I can't, I can't tell you any of that. It's a complete wild card. Guys, Yeah. I I feel so bad. I, David, I need a breaking news. I do. I'm Shame on me. Kenny, I hate to be the one to tell you. Um, breaking news. Ugga 10 has passed away. You know what, Mike? Sadly, I actually did see that earlier today. I've still, okay. I'm still a little fragile, but it, it'll be all right. Mike, Aga yeah. 10 has crossed the Rainbow Bridge, the most successful Georgia mascot in history. He lived to the ripe, for an English bulldog, the ripe old age of nine years old. Yeah, I saw that. We weren't going to tell Kenny until after the show. We didn't want to lose. He mentioned Georgia, and I forgot the blurb I saw. Yeah, we, we, Sorry. we just didn't want to let Kenny know. We wanted to keep him focused. First it was Tony Stubblefield, then it was Ugga. 
They yeah. they come in threes. It's all good. Now you're trying to kill my lion season. It's one after another. <laughs> no, you uh, don't, don't you good. put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Of I did not. I ain't trying to kill nothing. I'm trying to give you a positive frame of mind where we can approach this where you're like, you know what? You should approach this game like Josh Allen approaches playoff games. Yeehaw! <laughs> and we've hit our Josh Allen quota for the hour. Because I'm a cowboy. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Sorry about that, Rico. I do apologize. Um we can get the people involved. Yes, please. Well, we will, and we'll do it next. David, ticket text though. let you love that, don't you? I do. I know. Uh David, what do you got on the ticket text? What are people having to say here? Are we house money or or are we in a different place? Uh from D in a car, he says the Lions have to win. No guarantee they'll be back. Look at the Bengals, so no, this is not house money. As long okay. as they don't shoot themselves in a foot to lose, I agree one hundred percent it is house money. Wouldn't be devastated. Uh, See, the whole look at the Bengals, I understand that, but I think people are taking that to the exception to be the norm. Okay, <clears throat> yes. If anybody has their quarterback go down in the middle of the year, the Cowboys aren't making it. The Niners aren't making it. Baltimore's not making it. You're, no one is. But there are certain teams that you could pretty much pencil in the top. The Out of these probably eight or nine teams, they'll be in the playoffs every year like clockwork. I think you have now entered that club, Detroit. Ian and Clarkson says, seize the moment, even if we have a – Probable playoff team going forward. You have to play all the cards for the win. Might not get this far each year. Yeah, well, that that there's the key. I mean, you you don't. You're just not going to. It's it's the game, the way the sport's designed. I I understand what's on the line. I understand that in the same breath of telling you it's a free roll, that I can also tell you, yeah, no, it is uh, far from a guarantee you get back here. But I, I guess for me, hey, maybe this is me just giving way too much credibility and benefit of the doubt. I believe so strongly in what they've built and what they're building. And I believe you're going to have teams that are far superior to this one. Mm-hmm. From a talent perspective, I mean, hate to break it to you, your defense blows. I think you're going to be able to field a really good defense with three critical pieces. We get Aiden a book and the end. Turn James Houston into depth. Okay, we've just changed the whole game. Get a lead corner, a real one. And now Cam Sutton's your two. Looks a whole lot different. Like a couple pieces that I think you'll acquire this offseason. Oh, I, I think you could be, you could turn into what a team like the Niners or Ravens are. But maybe I'm an idiot because I just believe there's so much room for growth. No, I'm with you. I think the same thing. I think you're going to be back here. This is not going to be an anomaly. You're not. It's not going to be a once every thirty year type of thing. You're a good team, and you got good ownership, good management, good coaching. You'll be back, and you're going to have to play t- tougher schedules. But I don't think this is going to matter anymore. You can improve this. You'll get free agents who want to come to Detroit. Yeah, and they'll the only take, negative they'll take a, I would they'll have. take a pay cut to come here. The only negative I would have is you will have to deal with. The what I would expect to be Jared Goff's new pay structure. So you'll have a little bit less room to play with. The cap will go up. So will your quarterback expenditure. But it'll be 
It'll be okay. I, I'll be surprised if they pay him like Pat Mahomes or something. I think he's going to get a good deal. He'll, he might have health. Rico, you said this to me off air. I'm pretty sure we're okay talking about it on. It, it, it's He may already be getting a deal with a five in front of it. Mm-hmm. A little 50, little 50 burger each year. Yeah. You're in the NFC title game. For if it, I'm his agent, oh, yeah, I'm telling you. That's what that's going right. 200 for years. Yep. I could just be ready, everybody. I know that probably just sent Jim Costa and his clown car into a full donut mode. No, no, no. But, he's hey. in full acceptance mode. He's He said he's... he's going to back down from that statement he made the public decree just accept it (laughs) wow who's we (sighs) poor guy all right we'll get to your phone calls next (laughs) let me all right let's get to the people let's see where everybody's at and then kind of we turn the page starting tomorrow we'll start really looking at the game but yesterday was about celebrating and really understanding what was accomplished. And then today is just kind of like, what's the mindset as you approach the game? And for me, I, I'd just be loose about it. There's no pressure on you. Just roll. Pressure's on San Francisco. There's no pressure on you. You know, I, I just, I, and again, I will give credit. Most of you have been sensible. Man, we've had a couple of wackos today. Rico's guy, Eddie. Ooh, boy, Odyssey.com Rewind. You want to talk to Ed. And Dan Campbell. Uh, to the people, you want to go to Matt? Matt, you're up. You're on 97.1. Hey, guys, how's it going today? Hey, Matt. Matty, what's the word, buddy? So, Mike, you kind of took the words uh, from my mouth here. So, I think the hmm. pressure is directly on the uh, 49ers. They've 100%. been the best, the best team all year. They've had all the uh, defensive players and the offensive weapons. I think being a road dog kind of going in there, the Lions are in a great spot to uh, strike. So, um, and, and let me ask I you this, Matt. Do I'll, you agree with yeah. me that as an underdog, not as a home favorite, you're going on the road, us versus everybody, Dan Campbell becomes the most dangerous man in the playoffs this weekend. I love this yes, spot for Dan yeah. Campbell. Right. I mean – it's kind of a win-win, right? So either he beats the 49ers and he makes it, or he wins two playoff games with the Lions and then he rebuilds more and then we're just back. So I think I'll get more nervous uh, come game time. But for right now, Mike, I'm just cool, man. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matt, Matt I'm with you, buddy, 100%. It's okay to be calm about it. Sure, you get nervous thinking about what's at stake, but the reality is, I think you're ahead of schedule. That doesn't mean you don't have a shot or shouldn't want it. I'm just, I can't go into this game expecting to win it. Right. That's a, a bridge I can't cross. No, I think it is. More pressure's on San Francisco because. A ton. You, you got the, the weight of the world on you. You're the number one seed. And you stumble coming out of the gate and you somehow managed to win the game last week. You showed and? your vulnerability. And now you have Detroit coming with nothing to lose. Dan Gamble in full effect. <laughs> Dan, yeah, Dan Gamble will be flying on that plane with DJ, going there, ready, onside kick, going for it. Hey, it's fourth and 18. Don't care. Line up. Let's go get it. Oh, I think he's highly dangerous in this spot. I think the weight of the world is on San Francisco. That's just the way I like it. Let's go to Teddy, 97.1. What's up, Teddy? Mike Rico, what's going on? Hey. Teddy ball game. What's the word? <laughs> so uh, 
You know, Mike, I, you and I were at a weird spot at the trade deadline where we completely disagreed. You know, you were out there smashing shares when they didn't pick up a big name, <laughs> and I was kind of more in the, uh, well, you know, we'll give them, I think, next year's their year, so who cares? And now we completely switch. Why well, I think you're more with, you know, uh, the I'm okay and I'm with the we better win this game. And the reason why <laughs> I think it's so I know I think it's so important just because look I, I'm I'm all in I'm all in on signing Jared Goff. I don't want to open that can of worms, but I don't know how he's going to be without uh, Ben Johnson. I don't know where this defense is going to be if Aaron Glenn goes away. I don't know, you know, in a few years, I'm on Rob Penne. They're going to want money, and so are some of these other studs. And I know, like, you know more about caps than I do, but sure, I just it's a it's a hard league to win in, and I don't know how often you're going to, I mean, be in this spot. I mean, I, I know Dak Prescott is not a not a very good QB, but Dallas, Ooh. that's a good football team that was knocked out. I mean, it's yeah. it's a hard league to win in. It very much so, and the rules are designed against sustained success. Now, where I have confidence, Teddy, is Brad Holmes has continued to find talent up and down the draft. It's never about your first-round draft picks. It's about can you find talent at every point in this draft on a consistent basis to build a depth, and he has. I mean, Teddy, look. You have every right to be able to, I'm scared about the future. I'll just tell you, I got to, in the NFC, Teddy, th- there's only one franchise that I would put ahead of you from a future power rank standpoint. It's the team you're playing Sunday. The Lions have the second best future in the NFC. And the only reason the Niners would have a leg up on you, A, John Lynch has been at it longer, and B, they pay their quarterback in bagels. <laughs> so, and again, Purdy will eventually get paid. But you're right there. Think about what I'm saying. San Francisco has been the model organization over the previous five years in the NFC, and I'm putting you either one in one A or one in two. That's how much belief I have in what they're doing here in Detroit. I can't give you a bigger compliment. So maybe my lack of fear. Um, Maybe I'm missing the ball here. That's okay. It is funny, though. <laughs> Teddy goes, we were opposite at the deadline, and now we're opposite, but in a whole different way in the playoff. <laughs> Teddy and I, I'm zigging and he's zagging. We can't get on the same page here. No, no, you can't. You can't. But And I stand by it. Imagine if you had made that deal for Montez Sweat at the deadline. I stand by it. That would have been helping you out tremendously. I'm just saying. We used to have that OJ drop. Where did that go? I don't know, but I thought Houston was going to be the answer. That's why they didn't well, make the trade. Buddy, he's coming back from a broken ankle. I mean, it just hasn't happened. What do you want me to I wanted the trade. You can't no, throw that's, that's, in my that's face. That's David. Oh, no, no, no. That's not David putting his inner Rieger right now, Mike. Oh, I see. Okay. I see what he's doing yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to Ian, 97.1. Ian, what's going on? Not much, guys. I think it's all house money. You know, we look back at three years when Dan Campbell got hired and we were like, what, three and 13? And it's like being a six and asking out a 10. And she says, yes, we're here. We're excited. We're nervous. We don't know what's going to happen. But we got to seize the moment. And it's awesome if they win. If they lose, we got further than we thought. 
especially coming down the stretch and losing to Chicago and Green Bay. It's a hard thing because they're two teams that you see a lot of promise in, but going up against San Francisco, they're a very strong team. But I think with some of the swagger that we have, even though the defense is the weak point, I think that you get an interception or two on Purdy and he gets knocked and hurried, I think it's going to be a rough game for him. I think he's a guy that, just like Goff, if you get him out of his element a little bit, he could have a two, three interception game. And we'll just have to see what happens. But I think it's all house money. I think I'm going to tell you something. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, Ian, be. I'm waiting on this. And I think this is fair. I don't think you can knock me for this. I mean, it's free country. Do whatever you like. I'm waiting for more definitive information on Debo. If Debo does not play, you are going to see my tenor about this game change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm just waiting. <laughs> Debo was on my fantasy team, and I rode him all year. And I think he's he's a guy that you can put in any position, and he's going to make a play. He's a monster because everything they do is based off of him. Yep. Yeah, where he lines up, where he yep. motions to, all of it. You take that away, I, you know. Again, I know Lion fans don't want to hear this. They're high in their own supply. It's fine, but you know, nine plays into that game, there's no adjusting to him being hurt. Your entire install in a week preparation for Green Bay, and all of a sudden the wristbands are getting thrown in the garbage. Uh, you're in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm on Rockets hurt nine plays into this game, you think Ben Johnson's going to look like a genius? If they win, yeah. But if they lose, no. You know, but right. you know, you know what I'm saying is it would be yeah. horribly unfair of me to knock Ben Johnson and this team had exactly. they not looked and great against against the Bucks. When when you don't have your star player on the field, it makes it a lot harder to win in the playoffs, and that's why the longevity down the stretch is a huge thing. Yeah, because at that point, you're just trying to to survive. That's it. I'm with Ian on this, though. Enrico, I would lean on you because you watch every snap of him, but Purdy, there's an element of timid to him in the last month. He doesn't look... There's no swagger there. I'm with Ian. Something goes wrong early in this game. Oh, baby. See, the, Plus the pressure. Now, the, the thing is, Mike, it, it's why people call him a robot because that, yeah. that look doesn't change when he goes. Oh, on. Man. But it, it really boils down to the first quarter. If he's on and he's hitting his passes, it's going to be a long day for the Lions. If he goes out there and he throws high and he throws behind, if you're a Lions fan, hey, you may win this game. It really It's the first couple of passes. Against Baltimore, he was off, and Baltimore took advantage of that. Thank you, David. You're number one, too. Wow. <laughs> totally unnecessary. All right. Go I understand. No, okay. Can we please? Enrico, I- I'm bringing a knife to a gunfight. I'm a Giants fan. I'm, I'm Steve in an office space selling magazine subscriptions. I, I have nothing. I- he- he's a Steeler fan. You're a Niner fan. What the hell am I going to say? Hey, did I see... Uh, uh, your guy uh, Cutlets, his agent is like one of the Pistons' agent as well. No, he's the agent for Melifonwu. Oh, okay, I knew it was somebody. Okay, yeah. no, oh. and no, I'm not wearing the Italian Hall of Fame green jacket. Maybe I don't he'll, care. Maybe he'll be on the sideline in San Francisco. Okay, this this music is sultry as we close out what's been an action packed Tuesday. David, a few ticket texts. 
I mean, David, I feel like this should be the track underneath anything you say at this point. This is tremendous. Yeah, I'll just keep this going as I read. Yeah, keep this rolling with the ticket text. This is like the old Pharrell show. From David in Detroit says, no, this is not house money. I want the Lions to take advantage of this opportunities in rare, rarefied air. Lions all the way to Vegas. All right, that's enough. I can't do this. No, 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 no. You keep this music up. These ticket texts deserve it. <laughs> all right, one more. It's house money because they are ahead of schedule. But at the same time, this team is so close to achieving something we've only dreamed of. That is from Ryan. I'm going to need you to read a little slower. Yeah, sure. To fit the music. All right. Please. Jordan in Wichita playing right. with house money. But right. NFL means not for long. So do it now. Do it now, he says. Too many Cocktails. Too many bad things happen later. Woo. Rico, you feeling this? This is I, tremendous. What have I walked into? I just had a conversation with Paul Sarah. I wasn't expecting this. I mean, think about it. I mean, the old... The old Pharrell, sh- I mean, uh, Master of Puppets, <laughs> Warriors by 25. This is more sultry. <laughs> and then the music's out. Yep, That's music's it. out. All right, we're done here. Yeah, here's what I'll do. Here's the next music you're going to hear. How about that? It's the Valenti Show with Rico's Drive of the Week. Brought to you by your Metro Detroit Chevy dealers. Put it in D and see why Chevy drives the Motor City. The Drive of the Week, Rico. Your guy. He gets his very first game-winning drive. Starts to drive with a pass to uh, Jennings for seven yards. They get a first down on the next set of downs. He passes the ball 10 yards to Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Next set of downs, he passes the ball to Conley for 17 yards. Finishes off the 12th play, 69-yard, five-minute drive with the Christian McCaffrey six-yard touchdown run. And a drop pass by George Kittle, who... That is also on here. (laughs) Yes, it is. But that is your drive of the week. I just want more of the music, to be quite honest. All right, uh, what are we? What are we doing next here? Who's we? Yeah, we got Jim Costa up next. Who's Who's ready for some cookies? Hey guys, this Woo! is great music. <laughs> Jim, every monologue you open with this. Hey, can we just underneath I, my entire show up until Red Wings hockey? Just this. Pharrell that did bonus it for code? years. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have a theory. Unleashing. I have a theory. I'm in today. I'm not Wojo. Is he working on the Harbaugh column? Is that why he's not in today? The Whoa, like farewell. He's not, he's not in today because he's lazy and radio's a clear second in his life. And, I mean, why don't we just cut and, the fat here? And the, and the day ended in a Y. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> Shake it up. Go ahead, Jim. What do you got? Okay, I want to have the conversation with people about this weekend's game. Because I love my team. I love that they're in this spot. This has been great. You got a puncher's chance. Can't wait to see. Let's find out. But as we approach this game, where I'm at early in the week, I do not believe they win. And I want people to help me out. Now, I know, Mike. I know what's coming. But I don't want to be a hater. I want people to help me with football reasons. Not any given Sunday or I like my team. I want football reasons so that I can be amongst the people here 
and have full belief that they're winning on Sunday. Hey, cookies, you know what they're going to tell you? Go F yourself. Thanks, Doug. Uh, (laughs) uh, I can offer you some, but I know we're doing a podcast together Friday, so I will save them. Here's what I'm going to do. Oh, that's a tease right there, people. It is, and we're we're gonna go a little further. Can I get the music as we further tease? Can we just bring that music back up? Friday, Jim, wear your best cologne. Mm-hmm. We're gonna sit you down, and I'm gonna give you five, not one, not two, not three, not four, five football reasons you can believe this weekend. Cash ticket Friday. I got you covered. Five reasons Shake you can believe the Lions can win. Uh huh. Rooted in football, not nonsense. Press not conferences, the coach, not the or, coach speak. No, or Dan Campbell. Do you guys no. have a caller sell you on on locker room speeches being the difference? Dan Campbell. That's the name you of the cologne. <laughs> no, he said Dan Campbell, and have you seen his speeches? To Shanahan speech. He is right. Shanahan's speeches are nowhere near as good as yeah, Dan Campbell's. Let, let me see what Campbell's speeches look like four years from now when you've gone back to the NFC title game for four straight years. Is this how he talks to you all show? Well, when yes. you're a Niners fan and you no, just no, no, live no, no, in the no, NFC no. title no, no. game. It was the guy like, he gave this speech. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Jim, what don't you get? He's Philip Banks and you're DJ Jazzy Jeff. Like, <laughs> that's how this relationship works. He just grabs you and throws you off the front porch. Right. Vivian, <laughs> he just barks at me, and I, I take it. Mike, why doesn't he love me? <laughs> Stop. The most overacted scene why in the history Why am I all alone? All right. Okay. I feel that I need to slap a comedian. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, she was in an entanglement. What's the big deal? Hey. Oh. <laughs> Jaden, where's she your tripped playmate? and fell and <laughs> landed on things. Where's All your right. playmate at? <laughs> it is time to go. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Hell of a job by everybody. Cookies, hit him with some of that sultry music. Jim's in the kitchen. He's baking up a good show. Make it happen. I'm done. Who's we? Let's do it. Your we. Next. We're we. 90, no, 97.1. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 